This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Football Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by Celery, the show that knows how to celebrate being Premier League champions. Now, all good things must come to an end, so we're going to stop the show now and go home or to the pub. No, 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 no. All good things must come to an end, and it was good to see Chelsea round off their title winning season with a 3-1 defeat of Sunderland. Uh, even better to see Remy put in a decent performance and score two goals. Hopefully he will be with us next season. Sadly, there are likely to be several players who won't be, but it was nice to give a fond farewell to Didier Drogba, probably Petacek, and quite possibly John Obi Mikel. All in all, a great season and a great finale. There is nothing like seeing the Premier League trophy being lifted at Stamford Bridge. I am Stanford Chidge, and the name of tonight's show is the Chelsea Football Fancast. The King is gone, but he's not forgotten. And I will give somebody the wrong-sized uh, Chelsea Fancast t-shirt if they can tell me on Mixler where that wonderful line, uh, nay lyric, comes from. But more of that later. Uh, okay, so this week on this wunderbar show, we've got the fantastic Dan Silver with us again. Evening, Chidge. Good to see you, mate. Are you all right? Yeah, very well, very well, thank you. Uh, are you? How was your hangover? It was pretty bad, and then had to spend the day out with the wife. So okay, I had, to hide, I had to hide it very well. That's not a very good hangover cure, really. It's not. No, no. long walk in a forest near where we live. Now I know. Yes. I know somebody who deserved to hang a hangover, but I know for absolutely racing certain hasn't got one. Jonathan Kidd. No, I'm fit and ready to go. Actually, Thanks good so to much. see you, fellow. Yeah, it was thank you. Nice to see you in the pub thank as well. You. Thank you. It was lovely. Yeah, it was, it's, a, it's a nice group of people in that. Yeah, pub. it's it lovely, lovely, wasn't it? Pub. Really yeah. nice couple of days. Yeah. Now, last by name is Lise. Uh, we have got the man behind. Uh, I mean, he doesn't know this because I know. I know for a fact, Marco probably doesn't listen to the show. Uh, but every <laughs> every week, <laughs> we, so unfair. I know, but true. 
true. Every week we pilfer, pilfer your ESPN ratings, Marco, as you're about to find out. And I, and I disagree with him. Yep. I uh, don't do them every week. But uh, he is also, of course, as you probably know, he's the author of Overland and Sea, One Man Went to Mo, Chelsea Here, Chelsea There, and of course he is a Gate 17 denizen and all-round lovely bloke and friend of this show. He is Mr. Mark Worrell. We get to... We get to... Oh, 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 oh. Uh, it's great to have Marco back. Always love having Marco on the show. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good, very you, good. You were busy, busy at the stall on Saturday? Yeah, we were busy, 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 and uh, I did two hours there yesterday. Did you really? Yeah. How long I, did that go on for? Because uh, I, 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 I came I, back that way and it was still going. I had a headache by 10.30 because <laughs> the people who never go to watch Chelsea turned up and were blowing whistles and... Playing trumpets and oh dear. just being noisy. Was it all a bit divvy? It was worse than. Oh that. no! Yeah, it was like Arsenal-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Scousers of the South. It was. Yeah. It was yeah, absolutely it was, packed. It was. It was for because a, a previous because uh, yeah. I was there. And I you couldn't get anywhere you wanted to get a decent view because it yeah. was just it was three and fourth thick. You know. So. Uh, anyway, you survived. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I saw a tweet from CFC away who said. Uh, um, there was basically a lot of mental people around. Now I know what yeah. he meant. I wondered what he meant, but now I know. Anyway, we will be talking about the, the parade. Script. We yes. will, because I, I actually, as the boys all know, I emailed it to them. Yes. So that they. Sorry, could... I couldn't help myself. I just had to share that. I moment, know. You know. So that I know, I know. But we're going to yeah. do it, you know, proper like. Okay. Okay. Anyway, on the show tonight, so that we've just as Jonathan would tell you, because he voices these things. We've just had a tease there, haven't we, Jonathan? Yeah, we have. Yeah, done in set the, that up. Done in the style of Jonathan Kidd. Apologising. Uh, no, no, no. It's all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling. Mag- 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 uh, God, I can't even say it. Magnanimous tonight. Magnuson. Yeah, well. yeah. Magnus, Magnus. Anyway, uh, and before I get into that, you, you got a lot of love for being a miserable, grumpy bastard yeah, I last did. week. You I did. should do that more often, shouldn't no, I? No, don't, please. Oh, okay. No. Uh, anyway, so, Tetchy, I was described as. You were. Tetchy Kid. Tetchy Kid, I liked how we it. Say it, say I liked it. it. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. on the show tonight, <laughs> we will be kicking off with the ratings pilfered from Marco, as he now knows. Uh, for the Sunderland game, as I said, as written by Mark, awarding uh, our man of the match as well. I'm probably having a quick chat about what we thought about it. Uh, after that, we will be saying some fond farewells, uh, not least to Didier Drogburn, probably Petr Cech, although it really pains me to say it. And we will uh, be applauding the wonderful atmosphere on a very celebratory day, which was Sunday, and we'll also be talking about the parade yesterday. And, of course, to wrap up, we will have our usual Chelsea fancast roundup. There are... Two mighty bits of correspondence this week for you to read. Mighty, mighty, mighty Thank emails, you. mate. I tell you. I better have me, me, they've, me reading. They've on. done us proud, mate. Uh, and a bit of love as well from Twitter, which we can read out. And uh, we'll also have the news of the Chelsea Supporters Trust virtual general meeting, uh, which will be held around this very table tomorrow night at 7 p.m. And I think Virtually. you will. No, it's that, that will, that's the real bit. The virtual bit is that uh, you can't be at the meeting, so you have to listen to it on Mixler. But you're going to have uh, he who must not be named, otherwise known as DJ. Oh. We have Tim Rolls, the chairman, the Uberstumber Führer leader, whoever. Uh, we've got Neil Beard on, which is great. And we've got the secretary, the Len McCluskey of the Chelsea Supporters Trust, as in, as in Pablo, Paul Jeffrey. Oh. And I will be on the decks, and I, I will be sitting here with a gaffer tape over my mouth because I promise not to speak and just do the, <laughs> do the, the fiddling of the knobs. But no, it's not to be missed. It's a real opportunity. If you can never make the meetings in person, then you get the chance to be involved and have your say. Now, don't forget, you can also tweet at Chelsea Fancast or, of course, post on the live chat page 
uh, on Mixler, which is mixlr.com forward slash Chelsea hyphen fancast during the show. Tell us what you think about the games, anything else on the Chels. And of course, after the podcast tonight, uh, I'm doing a double shift and uh, I will be hosting another Chelsea fancast warm down on me, me TV. That's M E E M E E dot TV. All you have to do is to go and log on, enter the me chat, and I'll answer any of your questions, carry on the issues that we've been raising on the show, and generally have a bit of fun. It's great fun. And if you want to be involved, you must have a desktop or a laptop and a webcam and some headphones so that you don't feed back. And then when you get in there and find it, it's pretty easy to find. Uh, just go to Mix uh, at Mimi TV, Forza Chelsea, Hive Fankers, that kind of thing. But basically, all you have to do is request to go on stage, request a chat. And I can see you as well as hear you. And it is great fun. It was so much fun last week. I did a whole hour. So how about that? That's value for money. Anyway, I'll be mentioning it later in the show so that you don't forget. Anyway. Time for a little bit of a review of the match, and uh, and here, do you recognise those, Marco? <laughs> I forgot my glasses. Oh, it's just as well, really. Uh, it's a shame because if can, I'm... I, can I just say yes. two things about? Um, I'm going to ask you all about them, actually. Okay, well, two things. One, everything I write for ESPN goes into this machine. Oh, called, there's a machine called, called Q, Q, which, which makes it American. Oh yes. Oh really? Well, oh, why yeah. is that? I don't that know. Work? I don't know. What I do don't you mean know. it makes? I don't American. know what it is. I don't know. All the stuff you write they take all gets my Americanized, Angli- anglicisations yeah. and American vernacular. Yeah, and all the colloquialisms that we use in London get taken out. Bastards. <laughs> yeah. We taught you bastards how to speak but English. I how dare you interfere with it? But they're decent people. Do you know what? I mean, you know, I'll give, uh, before we get into what the ratings are this week, I think it's quite fun for people... Uh, they don't change the ratings. Though. I was going to say, well, the people out there, <laughs> pe- the people out there, unlike you, Marco, the people out there know that we've been nicking them and pilfering them from you <clears throat> for ages. And, of course, what happened was in the old days... I don't day, do them every week. No, 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 Phil, Phil, Phil does And he's good too. Yeah. Um, but uh, in the old days, you see, Ross used to do the ratings and then basically he got bored or busy and I did them but still said they were Ross uh, so that if anybody okay. disagreed with yeah, them I could yeah, still yeah. blame Ross yeah. and anyway when he kind of completely stopped and I think it was I don't know when it when we started using yours but I suddenly found out that you were doing a little write-up on the ratings and mm. I thought well you know I don't really have the time to be asked with this because it is quite hard to do it actually I wouldn't find it hard well I know you wouldn't yeah. but uh, um, you never well, ask me because <laughs> yours, yours are usually so completely at odds with what everybody else thinks yeah. whereas the reason I've chosen to nick Marco's <laughs> is that I nearly always broadly agree, <laughs> agree with him that's because you watch the game from the same part of the stadium there we go you see we have the same view it's like you never being able to hear any of the chants what yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll well, tell you that's what, true. I'll tell you what, that's, a, that's an interesting it is a point. Good point now, because it? it is, isn't it? When, I, when, the, when those ratings go out, and people, I mean, obviously, you get people who watch the game on TV and go, oh. Didn't you see that? Well, no, because it was like 300 fucking oh, yards. I know, away. I know. I have that um, problem. Well, I sit on the halfway line. He's got so, a brilliant oh, well, seat. there you go. You, you, you should, with one, if you have your a spare, invite Marco right, along. Yeah. I tell you, he, he, would, he would love that view. 
and, and, and the roast beef before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most people prefer the meal, actually, than anything Mate, else. No, I, I the, actually, no, if I'm fighting an opposition support and they lose, they really like the meal. I, I, I got there so late, I didn't really have time to enjoy the well, meal. It's the fastest didn't. I've ever eaten yeah. roast beef. Where are you in the West? No, I'm in yeah. East. Oh, yeah. Tell east, him where you are. East and Middle, but we, by what used to be the director's box. You know, oh, they shifted yeah, to the other yeah. side. That's, it's why, where, that's why I sat when I first started, okay? Was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is outrageous. Because Bates, originally, it was just East stand Middle. And then Bates slowly but surely made it into a hospitality area yeah. By, Canaletos, by, yeah by an, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. by adding bits to it and adding bits to the to the money and in the end it's now a hospitality area and when we get this thing dear hospitality member and we all go we're not there's nobody in here who's a hospitality member yeah. we're all because it's Aussies it's cool we're all yeah. we're just the same group of people yeah. who've been sitting there for 25 years well, that's why we moved to yeah. the West Lower because yeah. it was too corporate. Yeah. You know, your, your mate Aussie should turn up one day and said, "Of course, I'm allowed to sit here because it's after it's named after me." You know, <laughs> but they really are brilliant. I've got, I've got to say, I've got it's some a good, br- great view. It's I've got some view. brilliant. Uh, I have, I've just had some brilliant lemon mixler things. Of course, I've lost them already. Uh, so come on, come on, come on. The, the trouble with this mixler, it might be wonderfully user friendly for you lot, but it's utterly unuser friendly for me. But I did. Did see a brilliant one a minute ago. Do you want me to get? Here we go. Mac, Mac Ber- uh, Bergson said, "CFC's frontier, the grand old USA." I would prefer to read Marco's ratings in their original format. Quite right, <laughs> quite right. And somebody else said something even funnier a minute ago, but I can't remember. I never. Anyway, it gives you a gives you a, a little idea of what people are thinking. A mix of whom there are loads of people in the house. Right, we should get on with the ratings. Oh, um, what have you done now? I've just turned Mixler on. You turn, t- just turn it silent. Turn it feedback. Or turn the volume all the way right down. Whoa. Or t- just turn the volume all the it's way. Gone, right. it's yeah. gone. Very good. Good rescue, that. Normally, it takes us 10 minutes to figure that out. Okay, right. The ratings for this week are, as written by Mark Worrell. <laughs> uh, so you now know exactly where to lay the blame if you disagree. <laughs> Petter check. They were, they were a bit odd this week, Mark. I've were got they? to say, I think there was a lot of sentiment going in. And I'll, and it I'll, was. Yeah, all right. Check, eight. Yeah. Aspie, seven. Yeah. Terry, seven. Yeah. Cahill, seven. Yeah. Ivanovich, seven. Matic, seven. Mikel, it's like the Magnificent Seven, yeah. isn't it? Mikel, seven. Quadrado, seven. That'll get Jonathan higher. <laughs> uh, William, eight. Hazard, eight. Drogba, eight. Eight. Eight and two, plus two for the chairing. Yep. So, yeah. ten. Substitute, no, substitute. Costa, seven. Remy, I think actually Remy got eight. I, can't, I think I might have done him down here and just. He did get eight. Yeah, he did get eight, yeah. didn't he? So Remy eight and Christensen didn't get a mark because he wasn't on there long enough. So the, the point I'm making here is that, you know, I think Czech and Drog Beret, that, that, that sounds to me like a bit of a sentimental eight. Uh, well, I think, I thought Czech. He didn't do bad, did he? Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. He, um, he made some good saves, didn't he? He did make some good saves. I think I actually think Czech's had a really good season, to be honest with you. Mm. I mean, he's only 33, isn't he? So he's yeah. still got plenty of football mm. left in him. Mm. And let's just hope he doesn't go to Tottenham. They're talking about, <laughs> they're talking about he said, Arsenal. He said he wants to go to big clubs. We, we're going to talk about we're going to talk oh, about oh. we're going to talk about Czech and where he may or may not be going in a minute. But um, I, I, I'd say, I mean, I, I you know, I'd give Czech 10 out of 10 every week, mate, because I love him. But I thought eight was a bit sentimental. Drogba, did he deserve an eight for half an hour? Of a, of, a, of a kind of a lap of honour. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just think you are a sentimental old well, sausage, basically, yeah, I mean, aren't you? You know, it, 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 I mean, without a doubt, he's definitely the guy's last game for Chelsea. He was the captain. Give him an eight. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's it's celebrating his career. It's an eight yeah, for, it's a a career. for a career. I like and, that. And, yeah. and, uh, I think just the whole theatre involved with him being substituted That's was fucking well, brilliant. We'll, we'll, Unique um, moment that was. We'll do, yeah. we'll do all that. We're gonna we're gonna talk just in case, just to te- a little bit of teaser. 
And a reminder to the boys around the table, we're going to talk at length about uh, Drogba and Czech and, and their farewells in the next part. Um, I, I can't believe that I, I stupidly, uh, mistakenly put seven or not eight for Remy because I thought, he, he, of all the people on there who got eight, I thought without a doubt he did. Uh, it was great to see him score two goals. Um, we were a bit down on him last week, and actually the week before when he's had the odd chance to play, Jonathan, weren't we? But I thought, actually, you know what? Well, I thought he strolled about two a bit. Two great goals. I thought, I thought he was really on the pace, and I thought, yeah. I actually thought if he can play like that, he needs to be to be retained, be, you know, to be kept. The, the thing, I, 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 I just have this hunch about him, mate. You know, I know he can play like a prat half the time, but, but he, he knows how to score but, uh, goals. But I like the, the, the goal was similar to the Hull goal, the first one, Wasn't which it? is that because fluffed he... It, he, well, he well, no, but it, not that he fluffs it. He, he, it's a, he, he strikes early. It's a very early, early... Mm. Uh, he has a go early. So mm. it, the, the, the keeper is frequently... Um, Unsighted or wrong-footed. or wrong-footed. Yeah, absolutely. We've got dissent, dissension in the ranks, Jonathan. So I would like you to deal with this dissent. Oh, what's that it's, about? It's from the Dazza fifteen, who's also known as Froggy Chels, I think, on Twitter. He's a lovely bloke. He says Remy got two goals, but his all-round play was shit this week. He's not <laughs> mincing his words. Well, no, well, to say, well, normally I, but you know, previous performances, I, I'd agree with him. But I think he, he's very good. He he move, he move, runs very well yeah. into space, and he ghosts very well indeed, and he gives you a different option. I do like his movement. I yeah. mean, I think that I I. I, the, I I had this, this bloke, a random, next to me yesterday. He's a lovely bloke, actually. But as so often happens where I sit, I get this random person sitting next to me. But I got on all right with him, actually. He was all right. And and we were talking about Remy for a lot of the game. And when he scored that goal, we were we were delighted because I, I was just so frustrated again at the general fanning around at the 18-yard area, strikers not making runs into the right area, people not actually getting to the byline and putting a decent ball across. And lo and behold, Matic lost the defender with a really good feint puts the ball across and Remy ran into that space yeah. and buried it like a striker, yeah. didn't he, Dan? It was a fantastic it was a great run. goal. I fantastic loved it. Run. I, goal was, I great. was moist yeah, when that yeah. went in. I tell yeah. you, I loved it. I, I think with Remy, I, he, he knows where the goal is. He knows where the goal is, son. He, he can score as well. And, and you know, the guy, he's France international. He, he knows, he's a good player. He knows where... The, I just think he's another player, a bit like Schurler, who who... You know, he needs to be playing football. Yeah, needs a run. You know, and unfortunately, that's not going to happen at Chelsea. So, you know, he's going to have those games where he comes on for half an hour or he starts a game and he's thinking, shit, I've got to do, you know, yeah. it's like a rabbit caught in the headlights. A bit like Quadrado's been. Oh, a, God. A, well, well you, you, here's the irony, right? Oh, Dan, because I, I keep meaning to bring you yeah. in. I've been very bad, but... The, the, the thing that the irony about, about Remy coming on and scoring two goals is that it's arguable whether he'd have got on had uh, Quadrado not got injury. Now, I know we, we've actually kind of delighted in coating Quadrado yeah. off for the last few weeks, as, as have most it's, of the Chelsea it's been rank no and delight file. for me, Judge. No delight. Uh, you, you had glee in your eyes. No, there is no week. glee. There's no glee at all. You, I don't you have like... more glee than the bloody no. glee club. I don't like a Chelsea player being below average, below standard. Okay, who's buzzing? Is it me? I don't know. Who's, it's probably your phone, actually. Um, the thing about it is, though, I, I mean, I know we coat him off, but I actually thought that, was... that Quadrado had probably his... I mean, Marco gave him a seven, and I think fair enough. I thought he had his best game for us thus far. I thought yeah. it was a real shame he went off injured, because I think, as we were saying the other week, it'd be, it'd be nice to see him have a whole game. Yeah. Um, you know, he won us a pen, Dan. You know, he was... Very he ran into the penalty and got fouled. Yeah, well done. Yeah, drew a foul. Feel free to correct these. Yeah, there was a pause. 
the thing is, for the benefit of, of, of uh, Dan and, and Marco, you know, you have a chance this week because we've only got Jonathan and not Jonathan and Martin this week. <laughs> so, you know, the, the great rule buses of talking over each other. They are, they're hilarious. I did, I've got to find that they are like a comedy uh, hinge, duo. Hinge and bracket. <laughs> hinge and bracket. There we go. I like it. I am wearing my, them, my twin set with my pearls are, at this he moment. He is wearing his twin set. Dazza15 says, Quadrado showed he has something about him. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he's very positive. Some really good direct runs. He won the penalty, which is what we want to see. Real positive attitude. And he, he just seemed like he had a bit of where the pressure lifted off him, whether Jose had worked some sort of magic on him. But he's really, yeah, really good for 40 minutes. He inability to actually pass, get past no, people, but he did. which he's, he's been, he's been, he's been bought, yes. bought for. Yeah. <laughs> One at a time, ladies. Um, and and um, the, the, the thing of, of running up to a player, stopping Deb and then passing the ball back is not something I enjoy seeing. I th- Well, I mean, it, you know, to get serious for a minute, you know, I think the jury's still out. I think we've always come down on the side recently that, you know, it's early days... Uh, we need we need to to see him for a bit more before we make a final judgment. I mean, what I would say is for my. I mean, I, I would like to know from you boys what he needs to do to improve. For my own sake, I think that he struggled with the physicality of the Premier League and he's not quite up to it physically. But I also think, and I think you've mentioned this in in some of because I I don't know just nick the ratings. I actually read what you write, Marco. <laughs> but I, I think you made a really good point. I'm sure it was you the other week that said that he doesn't really get with the pace of the Premier League game, I think he's used to Serie A where he gets more time and you don't get that time in the Premier League. So he gets pressured quite easily and makes mistakes. So I think he's got to deal with the pace of the game and he needs to deal with the physicality. But other than that, what does he have to do to improve? Calling to Alison Fragley, he needs to bulk up a bit. Yeah, well, I think that that tallies with what we're saying. I just think, I mean, I call it Schurler syndrome now at Chelsea. It's kind of like this... It's just an un- unfortunate scenario where a player comes into the club for a lot of money. I mean, you know, 26 million, including add-ons or whatever for Quadrado uh, in a January transfer window. That's pressure, that. Mm. And, you know, I, I think Schurler, for example, never, um, never he struggled to rise to the occasion to, to deal with the pressure to perform in what was either a cameo substitutes role or, or a starting role where he knew if he wasn't on the money inside the first half, Josie had hook yeah. him off. Yeah. And he'd hook him off at half time or in the first half. And you know, that, that that's tough. You know, that's that's tough to deal with. I mean if you look at Shirley, he won the World Cup, look at Quadrado. Played really well in the World yeah, Cup. Exactly. You know um he he He's not a bit part player, and he can do a job. He's not well, the corollary the coroll- of that, Mark, is that you know, you know, he he was very good in the World Cup, um, and he was doing very well in Serie A. And when you're an elite footballer like you're, he's supposed to be. I mean, I'm sorry, that comes with the territory, the pressure. You know, yes. if you can't handle it, then sorry. I must is admit, it- I mean, if if I put my hand up and be, be honest, I've no idea. I don't know why he was he was signed. Which I don't know why Chelsea... Because we'd lost Schurler and we needed yeah. a replacement. And it was a bit of a snap decision, I think. Yeah. But he has a bit of a punt, doesn't he, Mourinho? Well, I think because he, he tries yeah. Salah, that didn't work. So uh, what they're after is a, is a strong... Somebody who isn't William. William is fan- fantastic and, uh, and more of a midfielder. I've loved him this yes, season. Yes, brilliant. Absolutely I mean, he brilliant. Was and he was... Yeah. He was I'd, I'd say he was... I mean, he, I'm going to nominate him in the man of the match in a minute, but I think it was, yeah, would have been justified. Bit, but he, he doesn't... He can beat players, but what they're after is they just want somebody who beats play after play and gets good crosses in yeah. and they failed to get that with Schurler 
um, Salah and uh, and at the moment Quadrado. As we said before, look, it's, it's mental strength as much as physical strength because we are at the top five or six teams in Europe and jumping from Fiorentina to Chelsea is a huge, huge leap and you've got to be physically and mentally ready to make it and I think Quadrado will probably get till next window, see if he can prove it. There's no, no doubting his talent and ability because you've seen it for Fiorentina, you've seen it in the World Cup. But physical and mental is where it's where very he lacks. It's to bed people in, isn't it? That's the problem. You, you, come in, you don't get the pre-season. Don't you get don't. time, no, no, you don't. You don't. It's, it's shit or bust, Sala, basically. Yeah. found out yeah. to his cost. Interesting stuff. All right. I mean, we kind of teased that, Jonathan, quite well for the man of the match. Uh, my personal nominations will go something like this. William, because again, I just... You know, we mentioned it a second ago. I love, I just love this guy. He, he gives better, everything, he? Yeah. absolutely everything. With a smile on his face. He does. Well, but he was full of flicks and, 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 and he doesn't waste too much either. He does do a few fancy flicks, but he does them with a purpose. He was getting on the end of things. He was having a few. I, I love He's this guy. Better and better well. and better yeah, this yeah. season. You know, just, to, just to quickly, Jonathan. I mean, Hazard came out in, in the press today. and Did he? Uh, he did, didn't he? Did he? No, 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 oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> There's a little. Joke. He's not batting with the other, the other side. He's not bowling from the pavilion end, Mark. Oh goodness me! Uh, but no, I mean, he he came out saying that uh, one of the great things about uh, Mourinho as manager is that he tells him what to do, and he and he feels the need to follow his orders, which I quite like. But William seems to me to be another player who's bought into that ethic that if Jose wants him to do something, tells him to play a certain way, he'll 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 buy into that, and he's just got better and better this season. I, I just think I think William. William is like the ultimate box to box Mourinho player. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he he tackles back the Mourinho way. You know, I mean Mourinho at the start of the season was saying that Hazard wasn't doing you know, he he needed to step up his game and get more involved. And I think William does all of those things. But what you know, what William hasn't got that Hazard's got is that little bit of magic yeah. in his boots. Yeah, I, I think William um, needs to get a magic hat, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, he's got magic hair. Just glad he got the call. That's all we're saying. <laughs> I saw somebody with a magic hat yesterday. At the, 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 Did uh, you? The, the, it's quite the, funny. The young bus. Dave, who sits next to me at, at the games, who's getting on a bit now, was confusing. He, he, can't, he can't read the numbers. Back <laughs> the shirts now. We're all getting and to that I, stage, Dave. He was, he was getting confused between Quadrado and. But it's hard. Uh, but, but you know something. You know why? It's well, one twenty-three. No, no, one twenty-six. But yeah. I think also the other thing is that Quadrado's let his hair grow deliberately to look like William. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll then go. Oh, he's playing quite well, Quadrado. Yeah. William's playing shit today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly my theory. <laughs> anyway, look. We better round this up quickly. But I've, I've gone for William, and I think we've all decided that that's very much deserved. I think Remy absolutely deserves a nomination because he scored two goals yeah, and I yeah, thought he yeah. played quite well. Yeah. And I think Hazard again, even oh. though he was looking like he was still on the drugs from the wisdom team operation for the first half, the first he time, came to life in the second. Turn, and, the second goal. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, you know, completely brilliant. The great thing about Hazard, and, and I mean, you know, fully deserved uh, player of the year in the PFA, the writers, you name it. And, and I think we've said it consistently on nearly every show this season. The thing about Hazard is he always looks like the, the one Chelsea player likely to make something happen with a bit of skill, a bit of magic, unlocks a defence. But allied to that, again, uh, becoming a Mourinho player, his work ethic is superb, yeah. you know, and, and I love him. You know, he's, he's played every game in the Premier League this yeah. season. Yeah. I can see so why. Mourinho will give you discipline. He'll, 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 he'll you know, make you a better player. It's like like I do with Joe Cole. Joe Cole, he gave discipline. Yep. Joe Cole's best time was under Absolutely Mourinho. right. Do you know what I saw? Um, I, I can't remember what program it was on actually, but I just saw a little clip of uh, 
Uh, it was Joe Cole scoring that that goal against Man United. Oh, yeah. oh the back heel. The yeah. season. Yeah. Well, he left two fantastic. of them on his arse. And I just, you, you just remember what a great, then, yeah. Though. You just remember what a great pair yeah. Anyway, enough, enough, enough. Right, I'm, I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to yeah. go, I'm going to go for Remy, actually, because I think he scored two goals. It's good enough for me. Yeah, Remy, because Hazard's had it all season. Give, give Remy credit for, you know, two goals. Two Remy's. I'd like to give it to Hazard again, just because You can do whatever you like, my dear this world. Good for you. Two Remy's and a Hazard. What man of the match against yeah. the Black? Who's your Cats? man of the match? Well, I give it to Remy. I think Remy. Yeah. I'm love. I'm glad you kind of slipped into uh, Northeast dialect. Why it I seems I? to be a feature of yours whenever you come on the show, Marco. It was Newcastle. It was Newcastle. I can't remember what you can't said, use but that, man. it had me in stitches for a few weeks. <laughs> right. Okay. It's official. Uh, three of us have gone for Remy. One of us have gone for Hazard. Quite frankly, any one of them deserved it, but. Uh, Remy is our man of the match. Now, uh, after the break, uh, when we come back, we'll be saying some fond farewells to Didier Drogba and I keep saying this. Tra la 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 la. Possibly yeah. Patacek. I, I refuse to he's admit gone. that he's gone yet. Uh, anyway, and also we'll, applauding, we'll be applauding the wonderful atmosphere on a very celebratory day. See you in a sec. The only place for Chelsea fans. Footballfancast.com. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chelsea. Right, welcome back. I am Stanford Chidge, and you are listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. And as always, I'm delighted to see Dan Silver around the table of the, the absolutely mellifluous Jonathan Kidd. Oh, sweet word. Thank you. Mellifluous. Thank you. Yes. And uh, the fantastic, one of the, I mean, without, I'm going to hopefully we'll try and make him blush, but he's generally one of the nicest blokes that I know in the Chelsea fraternity, ah. Mr. Mark Worrell. Cheers, Chidge. There you go. He's lovely. All right. Okay. Now we're going to have a bit of a, a general bit of chat now. Really, I mean, the bottom line is it's quite funny, wasn't it? Really, because the the match was there's not, wasn't a lot to talk about. To be honest, it was all about you know the celebration, the before and the after. But I, I think the the thing that came out most clearly, uh, you know, from uh, from Sunday was of course Drogba. Um, you know, it was all about drugs. I think he made sure it was all about drugs. But I mean, the, the funniest thing really was being chaired off by the players. You know, after half... I mean, you know, he played half an hour. If Howard Webb had been there... In a yellow card, wouldn't he? I know. What what do you think think of that, Dan? I thought it was a brilliant moment. I I did too. I think it's unique. I've never seen it before. And it was such a great moment... Clearly rehearsed. It was they'd had, they'd had to prearrange it with yeah. they had to ask Avocar's permission and they'd have to yeah. and, and they'd had to thought, ask the ref's permission. I thought he was good, but he actually thanked the ref, though, Drogba, didn't yeah. he? At the end, he put his thumbs up to the ref because the ref were, could, you know, otherwise he hadn't been told. He the didn't. ref applauded him. He, off. he applauded him off. Well, I think he yeah, shows, he shows. Why not? Why not? I thought that was lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah respect, wonderful. Respect Absolutely Drogba's wonderful. got from the Sunderland players as well. Want to shake his hands? No talking over each other. Sorry. You see. Sorry. Remember, remember, there's no Martin. It was him. No, it's him. Dan's fault. I'm pointing the finger. I don't think he did. So. For God's sake, you're so contrary. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I loved it. It was a great moment. I think Sunderland players all to a man shook his hand. I think it was a, it was a brilliant moment. Nice end of season. Nice way for Jogba to sort of get his, you know, swung song, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it was interesting that it was, it was Branner and JT who had the not, uh, I mean, it was quite an arduous task to carry Drogba off the pitch, do you think? 
think they're strong enough. Yeah. Yeah, they look just about. Brandon had one finger. That was it. I, I beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's that, you know, steady on. Sorry, yeah. you know. It's a family show. Too, too many illusions. Yeah. <laughs> I remember once, this is a little bit of a side thing, but when I used to do this uh, TV programme for Nuts TV, which is kind of like the bastard child of fancy football Nuts. and soccer AM. And uh, we called it the Shed Sports One Show. And it, w- it was. It was like fancy football on crack. It was bonkers. And, and we, we weren't allowed any footage because, of course, Nuts TV couldn't afford any actual real footage. So we basically had to use lots of stills. And I very quickly found out that action images rather than Getty images actually produce much better stills because they get kind of really shonky, odd ones, whereas Getty images get proper ones. Mm. And I remember once I found this still of Arsenal players celebrating a goal and one of the one of the Arsenal players just jumped into the arms of another one, you know that, yeah. And in the distance, there was a guy running, okay, like this, arms kind of going like pistons. But because of the angle, of the way the photograph had been taken, it, it looked like this player had fisted this Arsenal player right up the, you know, the. Well, you mean fisting as in as in fisting his, yeah, or, you know, up his up his arse, yeah. mate. Uh, very appropriate Maybe. for an Arsenal player, and it was just quality. And and I would never tell the presenters what. Uh, photographs I was going to show and I just and it was one of them was a comedian and the other one was Dave Vitti um, and and they just saw this and they just fell off their chair because they knew exactly where I was going with it, it one of my one of the high the high bar I set in television really you know anyway we digress um, I thought it was a really really great speech by Drogba after the game Marco actually and I mean we, we may joke about it he's a bit of a fathead for doing what he was doing but Actually, at moments like that, you realise what a great player he's been for this club, number one. And number two, real bit of class mentioning Frank Lampard, yeah, I thought. Here, here. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I, I think the whole thing, I, the great thing about football is that, you know, look, one analogy that we had for the, for the Sunderland game on, on Saturday was it was almost like one of those WWE wrestling things, <laughs> you, know, you know, where Sunderland had the temerity to take the lead and then spoil the party and then obviously Chelsea came back and... and yeah, it was, it was as if it was all fake and pre-arranged. It did look a bit scripted. But the thing is with football, it's not. I mean, you look what happened earlier this season, the whole Lampard thing, which was horrible, actually. That was scripted, though. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but, it, but it was horrible as horrible. well. Horrible, the horrible, horrible. The thought that Super Frank could... Deny Chelsea the title, you know. I mean, all, all of that. You know, if you look at what happened on the last day of the season, Frank scored City's opening goal. Now, in, in, in a parallel universe, yeah. that could have been the goal that. Well, yeah. a lot of people had the hump thinking it might be at the time. Well, Little did we know. Well, the, ha- the, haters, the haters soon stopped once we kind of pulled clear of City. All those haters. Yeah, well, ma- I, I, ma- I just think that you know that that whole thing. I mean, I, you know, I was there in Munich when Drogba scored that penalty, oh, yeah. and it was like. Wow, that's it! What a way to finish your career as a Chelsea player. And then when he came back, it was like, oh God, you know, can you imagine him like, you know, being on the pitch when, you know, I don't know, we draw Barnsley or somewhere away in the in the in the League Cup, and and it's all very horrible and it all goes wrong. Mm. And then it didn't, you know, yeah. um, it worked very nicely. And he got a chance out. to say goodbye because he didn't really after Munich, apart from his sort of sanitised so maybe speech on TV. Maybe we'll re-sign Frank Lampard. Well, you know what? I mean, let's have to divert this away to Lamps for a second because it is appropriate because, I mean, the drugs, I thought, again, really classy that he did that, actually. Um, I wrote I've, I, my latest uh, International Business Times article, 
not quite up to the same standard as ESPN, <laughs> and I don't get paid, so I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> but anyway, um, it, I don't think it's even bloody out yet. But anyway, when it is out, you will see this. But I've written a lot about about this whole Drogba thing, and I built it around the whole kind of premise of that fantastic Neil Young song, Hey, Hey, My, My, out of the, out of the blue into the black, and Russ never sleeps, and all of this kind of thing. And I made the analogy that, you know, Drogba has burnt out brightly and not mm. faded away. Lampard faded away. And, and I also thought, you know what? It would be really good for us. Because I think at the end of the day, I think the club probably realised deep down that they made an absolute rick with Lampard, not giving him the opportunity to say goodbye properly. Lamps clearly regrets it. If you saw the documentary on Sky One last night, he clearly regrets it. And we do too. We never mm. got the chance to say goodbye to arguably our greatest ever player. And I just wonder, maybe the club should have a testimonial for Frank at some stage and we get that chance. We did for Zola, if you remember. Yeah, I think it'd be a great idea, to, you know, because Frank's a big supporter of the Children's Cancer Charity, so maybe do it in aid of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he, it's not like he needs the money, no, but no, we, no. Need, we need to say goodbye to yeah. each other. And it could, could work, because obviously the MLS season will finish, I think, in November, so mm. there could be a window between sort of... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing is, actually, I think, as, as you were alluding to, Marco, that... Um, it was great, actually, to properly get the chance to say goodbye to Drogba. You know, and you're right, we didn't get at that chance. Bridge. Yeah, we didn't at get that bridge. chance at Munich, well, did we, Jonathan? No, but also, um, just to bring you back to Frank, he on the programme last night, he said that, in fact, he'd been let go. It wasn't his decision. Yeah, um, I think there's uh, a little bit of... Manipulation. Six, six of yeah. Frank, Frank's a good PR guy. He knows. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Who knows? I mean, the bottom line is, you know, we're not sitting in that room. We don't know. So, exactly I, 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 I mean, I, I'm quite happy for the jury to be out on that and to not be worried about it. But I, know, I take what you mean. I mean, it's a good point. I mean, your point about um, Drogba, I, I wanted him to stay on after the, uh, the goal at uh, Munich. I think everybody did. Because um, yeah. um, well, no, I, some people were very, were very pleased that that was his, the penalty was the end because of his career. Because it was career. a beautiful way to Yeah, end beautiful it. way. But I thought, actually, he could have gone on from there because yeah. he was still... Um, for me, still one of the top players in Europe. I don't think he's done a bad job this year, to be fair. Well, other than the, the impersonation of a tree trunk on several occasions. But you know what? To be fair, when, think, he ca- when, yeah. he came, when he came in in the autumn, when Costa was injured, and he got a run of about six or yeah, seven no, games, better, his goal ratio yeah, was as good up, as Costa's. Went up, I, agree. I, mean, I, I actually think if, if Drogba, if Mourinho had had Drogba just lurking about when he came, um, when he re re when he re-signed, yeah, re-signed. last year. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea could have won the league last year because, you know, I mean, for the, for the entire, or the season before last as it is now, yeah. you know, for the entire period of that season, Mourinho was lamenting not having a striker. Yeah, because so, yeah, he um, would have been better off playing know, for us. Well, if Mourinho, if Drogba had been in the ranks then, you know, he mm. could have been that man. Um but, but we a, had Denver Bar, Marco. And Samuletto. We did. And Samuletto. Oh, 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 oh. Samuletto. He was. He like, did a decent what, job too. What happened at like Everton it? with Eto? I never understood because he, 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 he scored a few goals. Sampdoria after. No, I know, but yeah. no, I know without. I mean, what happened? Why did he? Why, what, did, did they you, decide would, he wasn't the player for them? No, I just, well, yeah, that's pretty why. I mean, living in Liverpool. Anyway, moving on from uh, moving on from 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 Dids and uh, and, and Lamps. Check. Check, 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 check. I was delighted to see that he got a game because I thought he was going that he was out injured. Um, and Marco said uh, when we were talking about the ratings and stuff, you know, he, he he clearly is still quality. I mean, the interesting thing for me, and again, I mentioned this in the article that what I wrote today. You know, I th- I think the jury's out actually for a lot of this season about whether Czech or Courtois is the best keeper. And I know a lot of Chelsea supporters who will still say that right now. Czech is the best keeper and, and the stats bear that out from the games that he's played 
Here's the thing. Is it his last game? What do you think, Dan? Do you think he's going to go? Tough. Um, yes, I think he will. I don't, I don't think he'll want to stay, and I don't think he deserves to stay. You don't think he deserves to stay? No, for, as a, he's too good to be on the bench for another year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah. phrase that badly. But yeah, I think you know, Courtois has done okay. Czech's probably been here as a good mentor for a season. I think given as he's 33, he's probably got five years at all. Well, we don't know. We don't know. Dan, Dan yeah, Levine said. Yeah, Dan Levine maybe, said he was injured. Maybe yeah. Dan, I think. Dodgy elbow and elbow problem. Yeah. Yeah. If that has a case, sell him to man, you're also for 12 million quid and watch you have to quit in a year. Yeah. God, no, no. Um, so you, you think he's going to go? What, what about you, John? Are you, I'd wonder what, you know, the, a financial incentive might be given to him. I don't know what his... We don't, we don't know enough about this situation. It may Do you think he'll say. go? Um, if he's got an injury, I think he'll stay. Mm. If he's only going to play a certain number of games in a season, and we don't know to that extent. This is what this is what Dan Levine has told us. But uh, if he does stay, I think that, that he would be quite happy to play only mm. fifteen games. And what in a, a season. remarkably brilliant backup keeper! Yeah. Oh God, my goodness I me! Okay, let Petacek or Robert Green. Uh, no, uh, there's no yeah. comparison. Well, well, in fact, that well, that rumor disappeared, though, isn't it? They, they, somebody else came into the. <laughs> they were um, apparently in for uh, some. No, no, it was Ruddy, wasn't it? John Ruddy. Yeah. He, he won't come. Because oh no, there's Chris Norwich have gone up. Back. No, there was someone else as well. There was another young, younger goalkeeper. Yeah. The yeah, Fulham but, goalkeeper, yeah. who's abysmal. I saw him play twice. That's His right. positional sense is awful. Yeah. His passing's awful. He's shocking. They're just media rumors. Marco, do you think he'll stay or go? My, I think two things. One. I think Mourinho is going to be tasked with not only retaining the Premier League, but it's like Champions League. Got to be the Champions League. We've got to have that next season. That being the case, you know, that's a significant um, taking it serious in inverted commas games that, you know, none of this um, playing half-hearted against some of the teams, which I thought was the case in, in the Champions League this season. I think it was kind of like... We've got to win the Premier League, yeah. and that's where the focus was. If we've got dual focus, I think we need as many good players as we can get. Yeah. And if you know, if it is true about Czech carrying that injury and maybe you know, being more in the twilight of his career than than he, he would be normally, I just think we should keep him. Mm. You know, he you know he's settled in London, of course he is. Um, I just think why why would he want to leave? I think he, he ended up with because he wants to play more. Where though, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, he will play regularly if he goes to you another know, team. I, I but... mean, I've always, said, you know, Petr Cech's an interesting guy. He plays the drums, tweets a lot. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's, he's like quite a cool he guy. Speak five languages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he's a really cool guy. Cultured bloke. Isn't he, he? he he's not the sort of bloke that would sign for Tottenham Hotspur. Well, one um, hopes not. You know, one hopes and, not. And force us to. Or as po- Gus Poyet was. Yeah, well, and Damien Duff well, wasn't. Look, okay. I mean, I, I don't want to. I mean, because you know, it gets gets the knives out when you talk about Poyet. But I know for a fact that uh, Gus left. I mean, he shouldn't have gone to Tottenham. We all know that. It goes without saying. But I know for a fact that he was absolutely rinsed I know, and belittled. I know because, by, Ranieri, by Ranieri, I agree. You know, and, I know, and I know, treated I know. like a complete. You know what? I know. I know. Uh, I know. Treated like a like a Benitez. I think Benitez can actually now become the euphemism for the c word on this show. <laughs> yes. Apart from the fact that, like Fight Club, we never talk about Benitez. Prediction. Go on then. I have a prediction. So, Benitez will be the next Real Madrid manager. Therefore, Chelsea will play Real Madrid in the quarterfinals of the Champions League next season. Mourinho against Benitez. Bring it on. Bring it on. It's got to happen. That's if he lasts till next season. Um, Anyway. uh, Benitez won't last. Here's a a quick, here's a quick, just to kind of put... 
Sorry. Just to put a lid under Sorry. under check. Um, do you think he's been our best keeper ever, Dan? I, I mean, mean, I do. Basically, I'm now my colours to the mark. I, mean, I do. My old man used to bang on about how good Bonetti was, but I think probably because my dad saw Czech for two years before he died, he said Czech was a top goalkeeper. So yeah, I would say yeah, I'd have to put him. Mm. You only got to look at the, the stats, the records. I mean, he's got what he's won. Yeah, what he's, he's contributed got, to the he's team. He's got more clean sheets than Bonetti in 200 less games, I think. Mm. Well, that's all right. Harry Medhurst was a great keeper. Was he? Fatty Falks was a great goalkeeper. Yeah, Ted Ditchburn. Ross Turnbull's one. Well, the, the European, European Cup. Cup. The European, European Cup. Cup. <laughs> the European. Fatty Falks is my hero, actually, because you know. Well, cause, because he was. He, he reminded me of a, a of a bloke I used to play Sunday League football with, who was. Um, who was a dustman and he was our goalkeeper and he was so enormous he just he took up the whole of the goal and he didn't as such save it as allow the ball to hit him in the stomach and he had such a big gut just a ra- stick there random completely non-Chelsea thing but wasn't yeah. Neville Southman Southall a dustman before he became a goalkeeper I think he was he was I think he was Neville yeah. Southall Very dustman similar. he wears a dustman's hat indeed <laughs> 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 it's called blimey trousers he lives in a council yeah, flat yeah. he looks a proper no I really he's great you see him now he makes still ship he looks thin he does he's, I, I, got, I got a bit tired for Neville because he was, he was a loon as a lot of keepers are um, very very quickly because we're, we're wittering on uh, as we love to do um, I think we should mention Mikel really do you think it might be his last game I love Mikel I know you do and I do too keep calm and love so do I. I think he's doesn't what is he now 26 28 he's, he's so 20. underrated he did He's a footballer's footballer, I think. I think if you're... Very uh, much maligned and misunderstood. If you're, he's a good, he's a good, he's a he's good. Just a little digression go on, there. Digress Richard away. West of the show. Oh, oh. Fucking unbelievable. Came to the CFC UK store. No I think way. It, I think it was the PSG home game. And I'm going like, fuck me. That's... that's um, oh, I can't remember what he called it. Mr. C from Mr. the Shaman. Um I say, you, Mr. She from Shaman. He went, yeah. <laughs> With a fucking Chelsea shirt. On. Oh, brilliant! Brilliant! Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So anyway, you completely throw me now. I don't, I don't talking of talking songs about. and uh, stuff, I actually heard for the first time at the Fimber Arms after the game yesterday the Mikel song that I've never heard. I can't really remember Mikkel, it. Mikel, that's what we were talking. I about. was very yeah. drunk at the time. He's not quite Mikel. He's not quite Mikel. And I just thought that's absolutely genius. <laughs> and and I think. Actually, you know what? If you want to sum up Mikel's career, personally, just to nail my colours and ask, I think he should stay. I think he's a great team player. I think Mourinho likes him. And I think, you know, you will miss him if he's gone. I'm telling you people, you will. But I think if you were ever going to sum up Makaleli's career at Chelsea in one sentence, Mikel's uh, yeah. career at Chelsea in one sentence, it would be, he's not quite Makaleli. But here's the thing, people. Who the bloody hell is? Makaleli defined yeah. the role. But I... I've had this argument with so many people because he's like Marmite, isn't he, Mikel? Yeah, Lecher. totally. So you either love him or, or you don't. And I, it was like really funny. I was watching when he, when he got subbed off. About, um, I beg your pardon? Yeah. Subbed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> when he came off the pitch, there were like people who were ironically clapping because yeah. they thought that was the last time they'd ever yeah. seen him. And also, he's homegrown as well. But I say to any Mikel critic... Please sit down. You'll enjoy it. Watch the Champions yeah, League final again. Right. And then, if you hate Mikel, have a look at that game and say, see who won that game for Mikel Chelsea. Is outstanding. You know he did. And totally that, agree. And that, you know he, he's. You know everybody talks about Matic being the midfield destroyer, the recycler of the ball, and all this good stuff. But you know. Mourinho deploys Mikel when he wants to close the game out and everybody goes, no, Mikel's coming on. 
But, you know, he just shores up the midfield mm. and does what he does and nothing fancy. And I was there when Mikel scored a goal, so I don't care. I've just got to butt in because whenever I see this man's name on the Mixler feed, I get very excited. It's the wonderful Felix Verran from, uh, from uh, San Diego. Uh, and he just said, Mikel, cult hero, loved his goal. The whole team celebrates it. I think, you know, I think you're right. I mean, I remember I said this, Jonathan, famously. I now say famously. But I once tweeted out at a moment of huge hate for Mikel that if you don't, un- if you don't rate Mikel as a footballer, you don't understand football. And I get a lot of love for that tweet still, believe it or not. I think it's the, um, the number of times that he plays the ball square or plays it back. So um, did you hate Ray which, Wilkins then? Um, well, no, exactly. I was, excuse me, I was about to say that. You've <laughs> leapt in. Thank you very much. I, I'm not talking about me. I feel Mikel. suitably admonished. Thank you. I, well, and don't talk over me, please. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, so, so that, appears, that is the criticism that people give um, Mikel, is that he isn't as <laughs> Give everybody dynamic. a bit of beer love on the yeah. mic, they love that. <laughs> Uh, there was a, a mixler, mixler, mixler. Mi- mixler earlier just said uh, they're having a picnic in there. And we are. Yeah. We're bloody hungry. Poor old Mark hasn't eaten. So we, I'm, but no, I'm, so I'm, no, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Mikel yeah. because he yeah. slots in. He plays a specific role, as you say. At the moment, he just he, his, his game time is limited because he, he tends to bring him on with 10 minutes to go to yeah. shore, the, yeah. shore the place up. You know. And f- right. furthermore, he's... Some top managers have kept him in the team. He's been in the club eight, nine years. Yeah. Some really good. And I also, think, I think we're all saying thumbs up, Mikel stays now. Very. Well, no, who was whose rumor was it? Was that he was leaving? No, I don't know. Also, is I, that, just a, just a feeling. I think mm, that he's homegrown. Have, he's homegrown. Right, listen, because we, we are we've done twenty minutes and we haven't even finished part one of part two. Oh, that's dreadful. Right. Whose fault is that? Probably mine. Anyway, yes. I just wanted to, to throw another thing out there. You know, I think with Drogba going, possibly orange check. club biscuits. Yeah, that's yeah, and I. You know what they say about people mm. like Cadbury's Cream Egg, how do you eat yours? If only, I, I do have Periscope, but I can't use it because I'm using the phone to broadcast the I'm bloody... I'm nibbling the chocolate of Everybody the listening, biscuit. this is a feast. I know, all having he, a he, feast. He, Marco is... Uh, whenever I see a club biscuit, I always think of, you know, mm. if you want a, a lot, lot of aggro with your football, oh, yeah, yeah, join our club. Anyway, over your final, final point uh, about all this because the spine has basically gone. Check, we think, might go. Terry... The only one left, Lampard, Drogba gone. Um, how will they be remembered? I, I personally, I think that they will be remembered as the four. That quartet will be remembered as the most important players we've ever had at this club. And I, for one, when they've stopped playing and there's been a healthy <clears> gap <throat> between them stopping playing and everything, I think there needs to be a statue of those four together. Because I think in 50 years' time, people will look back and go, you know what, those were the most important players that ever have played for this club. Hundred percent agree. Mm. They are they are spine of the club. Is, yeah. the, is the Spackman entrance still there? Isn't it? I think I think they should. I always thought the Spackman entrance was a double on torn no, green. Re, rename that the. Who knows? Isn't that likely to happen? Well, though, if, if the John get... Obi Mikel entrance. Can <laughs> <laughs> yeah. go inside? People go. I'm not going in through that fucking door. You can. You've got to go in, shit. You've got to go in sideways. All right, we've got to move on because you've got. I'm going to have to go in and gonna, come out again. Well, yeah. I'm going to have. I'm going to have to shove half of this part into the next one. I think. As the actress said to the bishop, um, I just want to talk about uh, the, the banners before, really. And I, I thought the atmosphere at the bridge was brilliant. But I thought the former players, I was going to write down who they were. Let me see if I can remember some of them. I know we had uh, George Gatling Gun Hillsden. Yes. We had Tommy Lawton. Yes. Uh, we had Roy Bentley. Um, we had Bonetti, Chopper Harris, Tambling. Osgood, Tambling, Zola, Hollit. Yeah. And there's one more that I've forgotten. I can't remember. 
No, I said it was good. There was a very ancient one that I couldn't recognise. Yeah, they, 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 it, I, bottom line, Mr. X, as who we all know and love, mm. uh, you are an absolute diamond, mate, for organising that. And I think it, because he was, he was teasing this quite a while back in the season, but I just thought it was a fabulous, fabulous it was job. Absolutely brilliant. A massive, massive shout out actually has to go to Richard and the boys who are behind the shed end atmosphere thing too, because mm. they've more than kept their hand up this season. And actually, uh, Richard uh, tweeted me earlier on um, to, to say, please um, go and check them out on Twitter. All I can do is say, go and find Shed End Atmosphere on Twitter and then you know follow him and get involved. They've got a website and they're really planning bigger things for next year. And I've got to say, Richard does a massively brilliant job. So go and follow them and get involved. Have the club got any... Um Antagonism towards any no, of that. No, they've they're, been they're really very, helpful. Very supportive. No, they've been really supportive. the trust helped with that? Is yes, that, it's, it's all set yes. up by the trust. And well, and there's well, congratulations to them because yeah. it's absolutely brilliant. Well, there's there's an atmosphere committee, and yeah. there's there's yeah. The, the you know there are, there are meetings and stuff that go on, which I can't really talk about, but the things happening behind the scenes, and it's yeah. really positive, and they're doing their best to try <clears> and get <throat> things going. You and, know, which and is bizarrely, who should come into the place where I sit? But um, uh, Tommy Baldwin, Bobby Tambling, and Paul Cannaville. No yeah, way. Yeah, and I went up to Paul and I said, I said I'll give His him a name <laughs> is Tommy Baldwin. He's the leader of the team. What a team! The finest football team that the world has ever seen. We're full of road supporters and we're louder than the cop. Very and if you shoot. want to argue, we'll kill the fucking lot. La, la, la. That's yeah. one of my all. I, whenever, when anybody ever does in the pub, good, good harmonies. Though, I know. I when, when Walter did this the other week, when he turned up to the, because you know what Walter's like, he, and, he, and he saw me from another club yards, biscuit. He, 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 he saw me from twenty yards away, and he said, "Listen, listen to this, listeners." Oh, oh it was a bit soggy that one. Was was it? I'm disappointed. No, I that. liked it. I uh, was, there anyway, was a kind Walt, of solidity Walt, to that. Walt shouted. Walt shouted at me. Chidgy, Chidgy, give us a song. And I always do that one whenever I'm asked. I love that, and it sorts the man out. But also, boys. you do a very good. Um, um, it was a 10 second hold there, wasn't it? <laughs> got lungs on me, son. Yeah, even what? though I'm not fully fit because no, I've got no, chest it's Impressive. It's impressive. And where, where were we going at? So they, they were sitting in, in no, the No, no, they'd come in just to wander through, I think, oh, to go down because they all then appeared on the pitch, didn't they, Brilliant. before the game. And I shook the, both their hands and uh, and I was like doing that. Nice. Checking, I like that too. And I said, You have given me much enjoyment, and my little little lower lower lip oh, wobbled. Because wow. it does. As, as it should. As, as it should. should. I mean, you know. What experiences they've had, what great games yeah. they've been involved in. And, and then Canners, I went, Canners, it's me, Jonathan. Did you recognise him? Oh, like a big friend, big an old hug. friend. And, yeah, and that, is, that, is, that is Canners, I yeah, tell you. Completely. I tell you what, you can sort the men out from the boys on this. And Kerry Dixon's like this as well, actually. But if they've met you a couple of times and they kind of have had, had, a, had a bit of a giggle with you, whatever. I mean, we've had fun with Canners on the show. I've got yeah, horribly absolutely. drunk with Kerry in the past. But they remember who you are. Great people have this knack of remembering people. And it, it's, for me, that always sorts them out. Right, I'm going to go to a break because I'm going to shove the rest of this part into the next part because I'm having too much fun. We'll be back in a minute. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Footballfancast.com 
Right, welcome back. I am Stanford Chidge, and you are listening to the Chelsea Fancast, and we've been rabbiting on so much that I'm shoving half of part one or part two into part three, but that's Chidge. how we roll. It's great. What? Uh, Mac Bergson has just tweeted that he can't hear me. Well, I, well, I can hear you. you said nothing. Oh, it's cause, cause I've said a lot. You're perfectly audible. I've it's said a lot. Blue. Max just winding you up. We've got, as you can hear, you've got the complaining Jonathan kid. No, because last week it didn't work. You see. Yeah. No, no, we we replaced your work. mic. We replaced your. I know, mic. I know, but I just wondered if there's no, another. No, no, there isn't. Max winding you up. Okay. Uh, Dan, great to see Dan as always, and we have got the wonderful Gate oh, Seventeen oh. founder, Mr. Mark Worrell, the legend that is Mark Worrell. Right. Okay. We we were kind of talking about the atmosphere a minute ago, and it was great to see former players on the banners it was great to see all the champions banners it was also great to see the 2004-5 team on the pitch which I quite enjoyed although perhaps not really enjoying seeing William Gallus too much got to be honest oh, I don't know why. he was a good Chelsea player wasn't he he was a great player well, exactly but he was so, a bit of an arsehole when he left mate yeah but you know, and he went to Spurs maybe maybe he was poorly advised mm. okay you're very kind no no I just you're kind a great well, Chelsea player. he was a great yeah. Chelsea player while he was here that's very I mean Joe Tweed who I know has been in, in and about he might still be here tonight actually came up with a brilliant uh, brilliant game last night on Twitter as Joe likes to do uh, clearly too much time on your hands Joe <laughs> get a girlfriend or something anyway the bottom line is he came out with a brilliant idea on Twitter which was name your best team from the 2005-6 oh, yeah. team and this team and I think I went Czech. Uh, I went. Oh, well, I, I think Czech, Branner, JT, Carvalho, Aspie, Magaleli, Lampard. Because I kind of decided it was going to be four, two, three, one, so I could get all my favourite players. <laughs> so Magaleli, Lampard, we'll play all midfield players. Robin. Yeah, Robin Fabregas. Hazard. Robin Drogba. Yeah. Running down yeah. the wing. Robin's good. Robin's good. Hear the Chelsea sing. He's got no hair. We don't fucking care. <laughs> Robin's good. Robin's good. Robin's good. I had hazard of Robin. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved blue boy's life. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match... And they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month. And you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. 
Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Jogba, so, yeah. my front three. I actually, I remember one of my favourite Robin songs and moments came before the uh, 2005 Carling Cup final in Cardiff. Oh. And loads of Scousers around and a whole mass of us walked in singing... Just like Scousers, we love Robin. <laughs> they were going mental. Anyway, um, talking of songs, actually, that's a really good bit of a link, Jonathan. But uh, it was there was uh, why well, I, I loved the atmosphere on on Sunday because it was like a sing along with Chelsea, and it was like somebody was like doing these great blasts from the past. Who came up with them? But the Benitez one was the yeah, best. That's for what me. I was going to say. God, that was remarkable. We don't care about Rafa. We don't care about us. All we care about is Chelsea. FC. I love the the a bit two, like, three, four. four. Yeah, I love the bit. You know, like when we um, we sing a lot of songs, we have to add in a bit that kind of just goes under the wire. I love the under the wire. We can't say it on air because yeah. there are limits. Uh, but fat, the fat Benitez word was interspersed with that <laughs> yeah. liberally, and I just really was laughing. I just thought it was brilliant to remember that. I, I, people say we have no history. Just listen to the songs that we sang in that you know kind of thirty-minute period. It was absolutely. Zola got a run out. Yeah, he did. Whoa, Jimmy, 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 Floyd Hasselbank. I know, Johnson. I loved it. I loved it. It was brilliant. I loved. I loved days. I kept thinking, who have they missed out? I know. Well, we should have invented a few, Jonathan. <laughs> but no, it was really good to see. And and another shout out, actually, uh, because uh, I thought the Sunderland fans deserve, deserved a bit of credit for, for staying. staying at the yeah. End. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, quality. It was wasn't great, it? wasn't it? It was. Now talking of shout outs, I've I promised myself that I would do this, um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, we we all went back. I mean, I actually gave the Rose a swerve yesterday. Which is a bit of a shame because I, I, if I give the Rose a swerve, it all because basically I know what happens if I go there. I end up with uh, CFC away, Tritz, the lovely John Fleming, all of that bunch of absolutely notorious hard drink, the hard drinking fraternity of the Chelsea school, which means I don't go anywhere else. And I had promised people I was going to go at the Finn. So I swerved the Rose and I'm really upset because it meant I didn't say goodbye to all of that lot for the season. But never mind. Uh, anyway, so I ended up in the Finn, and the Finn was just mental again, absolutely potty. And of course, I saw loads of lovely people, and there are far too many to name. But suffice to say, I saw a lot of you, and I loved it. And we had a bit of a sing song and a great time. But the point I want to make is that, you know, we will say it again, I'm sure, on the on the last show of the season. But we need to give a massive, massive shout out to the fantastic Jeff, yeah. who is the geezer and the landlord of the Fimber Arms. The Fimber <laughs> Arms this season for a lot of the Chelsea supporters has been an absolute revelation. It's been such a great place to go, and and, and I think the, the the Palace match afterwards and Sunday, although perhaps a little bit irksome for Jeff and the, the potential of his license, have been absolutely brilliant. I was very worried the fact that most yeah. of the people outside were preventing the cars from going past. I know we were doing that after the <laughs> Palace game. I mean, Jeff's brilliant. I mean, he's everything you could want from a landlord. He's been brilliant, and it's a cracking pub. And you have some news, Dan, don't you? Yeah. I sat next what, to him. You, you, you took him along to the game. I did, yeah. yeah. My mate pulled out last minute and Catholic asked him out. Another sexual <laughs> reference is full of them. No, just, he said, this he said, he said well, he did say something came Ross up. So, you know. Under <laughs> in, this, in this show. Yeah, I had the pleasure of sitting next to Jeff for the match. And, you know, he was nice, a lovely lad, a really great bloke. And, of course, you know, he's from Sunderland. Yeah. And his dad was a Sunderland his, his fan. His dad's a Darnall Macam. But, uh, Mac- but oh. Jeff, Jeff supports South Shields and Mac- Chelsea and FC. Dan- 
But no, Jeff's just a brilliant bloke, yeah. and the Finn is just a wonderful, wonderful Chelsea pub. played South Shields in 1920. Did they really? I only know that because I've just written. That is knowledge, Mark. Wow. That is knowledge. That is frightening knowledge. It was the first game. It was the first game that um, a character in a new book went to. So I had to go and research it. Actually, that's a really interesting. That, that is a fascinating point, Marco. But I'm sorry I got distracted by uh, a couple of wonderful bit of love for Jeff here. Johnny T, my lovely mate, Johnny T, who, uh, I, who, who I saw yesterday and had a few selfies taken is that with, with T. Nineteen seventy-seven. It is. Yeah. Uh, I had a few. Self- Hello, Johnny T. I had a few selfies taken with him and, and, and Pablo's girlfriend Bex. Hopefully, see you in the Fimber again next season. You certainly will be. Tony Glover, who I love to pieces. I'll be there. A very fine pub, proper beer, proper Chelsea. And I hear you were proper proper mashed on Sunday, Tony, judging from your Twitter feed. I can't wait to see you on the rat train and have a catch-up. Um, and Shed Atmosphere, which is Richard, who we were talking about earlier, he says, the landlord has been great with us too, allowing us to use the basement for meetings, top pub, top beers, yeah. I mean, And, of course, we hold, the, we hold all the trust SGMs and our board meetings there. So, you know, he, he, he's absolutely, you know, now, you know, in... in embedded in the fabric of, of the Chelsea support community and I love him and, and I hope that um, you know as a result of what's happened recently he doesn't get too much aggro from the there's from the police and the council says it, uh, Clive.Lewis says Rosas were in the Finborough when I went for a hair of the dog at 11 warning us about drinking on street oh God were they I mean this is the trouble that's going to happen you know but that, anyway that whole thing's weird I mean obviously because of the stall and that I don't get to I know. do the pub thing but I've got some great photographs of sort of me with like Plucker and people like that from 1984 when we used to drink in uh, the Fimbra. The fin- well, yeah, because it was exactly 1988. You know, it's like that's so funny. Hell, 31 yeah. years ago. Well, that's how I remember it, Mark. Because I mean, <laughs> in the, in those days, in 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 84, that's when I moved up to London when I went to university yeah. up here, and I hated college because it's full of students. Nobody told me that university <laughs> would be full of students. And I lived with my mates who had all moved up at the same time but were too stupid to go to university but were bright enough to get really good jobs, like in the film business. And they lived in Hollywood Road. Yeah, yeah. So our locals, the Hollywood, I, we lived opposite the Hollywood and, and the Fimbra. And, and, and I, I used to drink in the Hollywood, the Fimbra, and, and it was the Stamford in those days. Yeah, what is now the Butcher's Hook. The I feel, yeah. I feel the Arms. Well. Well, the I feel yeah, still there. I used to drink that. You know, and it's gone. It's gone. It's flat yeah, now. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. But in those days, I mean, and I, I you know, I was, I, 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 I was not, you know, a massive Chelsea supporter. I, I, I liked Chelsea and I followed them, but only really from afar because I didn't grow up here. Blah 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 blah. Long story. You've heard it all before. But I mean, basically, if you drank in the Fimber or the Ifield or Stamford, you kind of had to go. Otherwise, you probably would get beaten up. So you chose to go, and there we go. And that's kind of where it all started, folks. Anyway, enough of that prattling on. Very, very quick uh, talk about the uh, parade. Um, sadly, I didn't make it. Did you make it, no, Dan? No, I didn't make it. Did you make it, Jonathan? Oh, yes. Jonathan and, and uh, Marco, I know you were there because you were doing the stall, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. So, I, so I what, took what? a picture of your stall. <laughs> Good boy. Did. You did? Yeah, I don't know if you were in it, though. There was a woman, a very large woman, with a whole series of balloons just outside. Did you see her? With no, the, I did with see the, that, Yeah, which yeah. was a great yeah. picture. And I'm afraid I took about six pictures. I just took lots of pictures. I left so. when the, the woman with the ferocious crack habit who lives in the flat. I thought you, I thought you were going to she say you're the woman okay. with the ferocious <laughs> crack. No, no. <laughs> pretty awesome. Come on. I just have all sorts of images in my head. That was just enough. I was, uh, I was, oh, I've got to go home now. Oh, dear. What a sad end to no, the what, weekend, Mark. What they did was they, they changed the configuration, which was before you could come straight out of the uh, uh, Fulham Broadway tube, and that was where the, the it would have gone past. That, that was, uh, from my memory, they always went along the Fulham Road and then turned left and then ended up back at um, 
at, uh, at Eelbrook ultimately, but they changed it so that you could you they they forced you to go all the way down to um, other parts of the route and particularly the Eelbrook, and so uh, it just seemed to be unbelievably congested um, and three or four deep. There were lots of people just mm. just not being able to to actually just see the see the bus come along. I think it was just very very um, popular. More so, as you were saying, Mark, I think there were lots of people there weren't actually ever, I don't ever watch the team. They're not supportive. I see, I've got to be, I mean, you know, I've got to be honest. I mean, I'm really gutted. It's the first one I've missed since since 2005, I think. But, you know, I, I happened to be in Hampshire yesterday and that was that. But I remember being very moved, and I wrote about this in, in uh, CFC UK, I think. You might have even made one of the books. But I, I remember being very, very moved at one of those parades. I think it was after the double. And and I, and I and I was absolutely shit faced because I mean we'd been on it the night before at the cup final and we just basically pretty much carried on through and I t- t- talking of I've just got to say Cliff Auger <laughs> I don't know what he was doing his celebrations on the Sunday night must have been exceptional never have I seen Cliff Auger looking really so rough I saw him in the fin I, I saw him in the fin quite late on Sunday and he was alright was he yeah he wasn't oh. too smashed yeah. good man he must have gone somewhere yeah. else anyway so I was actually really moved when I went to the uh, you know the parade after the double very very drunk obviously but I kind of wandered around and it became very very clear to me that all over Eelbrook Common where we were were hundreds and thousands of what can only be called proper Chelsea families, you know, real working class people, whole family brought their kind of, you know, sam- their sandwiches with them and the and the pit bull as well. And, and, you know, and it just dawned on me that that moment, I thought, bloody hell, these are people that have probably not stepped inside Stamford Bridge for 10, 15 years or something, but mm. they still love this club. They still support this club. And this is the only thing that they can turn up to now and, and, and show their support. And I was at, I, do you know what? I had a weep. I, mean, really, I was yeah. very drunk and a bit yeah. emotional, but yeah. I was. I'm, f- I'm welling up a bit now, and I just thought, bloody hell, we forget that at our peril. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. You yeah. know, and actually on that point, just to, 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 to extend it a bit, the thing that really got right at my jacksy last week, I saw a few posts on Twitter about. It, I think Callum was putting them up, bless him, and Rory actually found it. The local residents all complaining about us having a parade. Now, my point on that is. Which bit of we've been there 110 years and you've only been there for about two? Do you not get? Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, it's outrageous. Yeah. Fuck off to the country if you want peace and quiet, or be rich and live in the country and the city like I do. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but you, I'm you, sorry, you have to have really a, if you've won two really trophies cross. in a wonderfully successful season, you have to have a parade. Yeah. You can't possibly well, I mean, the, not. The, the arrogance of these people. The thing I mean, is, I mean, I actually think. I mean, I've seen nimbies like really interesting where where the stall is is quite interesting because you've got a council tower block there and then obviously you've got all the rituals you get a complete mishmash of society you do but what i would say is uh, what i found curious about all this browbeating about the parade was it just seems to be the same people it's not like you know the the people that i see there week in week out at the stall no, no, just walking about. Generally, yeah. No, not, nothing to do with Chelsea. They just live there. Right, right. Are the same people I've seen for years. Mm. So I don't, I don't think there's, you know, uh, the, the makeup of people who live there has changed. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's... I, I don't know, mate. I, I mean... I, I mean I, maybe. I just think it's maybe Arsenal supporters 
trying to get their own back for this. Well, stump, there may be. The there may be. Maybe. May- no, this was, no, because this was in some local newspaper. Okay, that's where Rory picked it up from. And, and I mean, I know just from working on the trust, the amount of enmity from the local residents towards this football club, because we go out and we survey them and talk to them. Um, but I just think it's so disingenuous. I mean, number one, um, you know, if you, I mean, it's like somebody complaining about airplane noise that they go and move next to Heathrow. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. the stupidity of their argument. And secondly, you know, they start moaning about saying, and the worst thing of all, none of these bloody people live around here. Well, the reason they don't bloody live around here is because rich wankers like you moved in and kicked them out about 15 <laughs> years ago. I'm sorry, but it makes my blood boil. Well, I went off to the cricket afterwards and there were hundreds of people going to Marylebone to get the train a long way away. Yeah. yeah. So they they specifically made the journey. Yeah, interesting stuff. But it, I have to say it was actually very, very well organised in a way that <laughs> I, I, it, it, there were more people, there were more events organisers and more people with event written on their backs than I've ever seen before. So perhaps that was the, they had to, they had to do that um, almost legally. They had to make it a very, very well organised And do you know setup. what they do? Although there have been people who've said that in terms of the event staging, you know, like that, I mean, actually, we should pick up on this. I mean, Mourinho not knowing the words well, was, was criminal, really, wasn't it? They ought really to know, uh, to have a script as well, because all the stuff with, with, with your friend Jason um, interviewing the team was just amateur Apparently, night, amateur I, night I, from out. what I understand, actually, they did the, the, uh, the PA or the, you know, the broadcasting. It must have been done by Mixler because nobody could hear the sound. From what I understand, <laughs> right? You know, that they, was had, a... they had two huge screens. They had a huge yeah. screen at Eelbrook, and they had one on the right, further away, just on the other part of Eelbrook, mm. that nobody was watching because everybody obviously wants to get near to the uh, yeah. to the team. I think. I think. Bottom line is, I think. I think that you know, Mourinho either learn the words or don't bloody sing. Number two, get the yeah, sound sorted out so the supporters can hear it. Maybe think about, you know. Having a, get them get them off the bus, get them onto a stage and do something properly because it's not beyond the realms of technology to be able to do that. But that aside, I think I think the celery throwing was just quality only at Chelsea, mate. <laughs> yeah. That is what makes us unique. But I think the other thing is, it, I think it's other than that, it's really really well organised by the club with absolute uh, concern taken for the local residents. Plenty of practice. Yes, yeah. indeed. <laughs> but they do. They work really hard at, at, at trying to make it as least disruptive as they possibly can. Well, they have to keep the locals on you the know, side they, as well if they're they, going to develop the ground. In the, and that's why the Supports Trust goes out to them and, 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 and canvasses the residents throughout the season because actually, you know, we, we're all part of the, we live We all live there effectively, so we need to get along and I think a little bit less myopic views would help. But um, I think they do a brilliant job. And, of course, they pay for it all, which shouldn't be uh, frowned upon. So, well done. Uh, now, and Abramovich was on the coach as well. well. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, at the back, keeping a very low profile. Did he get the short straw and had to sit next to Jason? Uh, no, Jason was in the front. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> Probably yeah. a good idea. Jason was like that all the way through. I love him. I, I he wound, he wound him. it up I twice. Well, him. great. Thanks. Enjoy your day. And I, then somebody said, you've got to interview oh, the other players. That could be done better. You know, they need a proper producer, darling. I, I'll do, do it for a small fee. Anyway, yeah, I think great day. I'm very, very sad that I missed it. But hey-ho, hey um, I think the best thing about it really is also the fact that we managed to wind up all of the Gooners who are very incandescent with envy and jealousy about it and have been tweeting pictures ever since of it being empty, apparently. Jersey's comment as well that we do it with two trophies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good point. Marco, you were about no, to no, leap I in. Going, I, I fucking hope Villa beat us. Oh, so I, oh, I would love it. <laughs> love it. I would love it. I'd love it. Oh, man, wouldn't you just... Do you I know what? I actually might watch it on Saturday I just Chris, so I can hopefully... Christian Benteke hat-trick just before he's Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> well, yeah, that would be great. Um, that's a very good point, actually. Um, 
When is the final? This weekend. Saturday. What time is it on? 5.30. When are you going to watch it? Because it's, it's DJ's well, yeah, uh, no, book I'm, launch, I'm, isn't I'm, it? Yeah, I was talking to Steve. Man, I might go down because I need to see Walter. You, you're going to the book launch, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I might, I might go down and watch the game. In Putney? Sort of, in Putney. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Because um, I need to see Walter. So I don't, I, I'm I'd love to see Walter. Get Waltz out, get, so, get a few beers well, down his neck. Well, I think he's the MC for the night. So. More, the more reason to get a few beers down his neck. <laughs> a few, few Hiroshima's, yeah. Walter. That, that'll sort you out, my yeah, son. Ruin his... But we should try and go and watch it in a pub. That'd be quite a giggle. I'm well, like, yeah, that. I mean, I, I, I've got some family stuff I need to sort out early afternoon. So, yeah, I'll be up for it. Yeah, I'm definitely up for Do you think that, that, uh, that, uh, that Chelsea might um, cherry-pick uh, a striker from one of the other uh, clubs like Benteke? Yeah, I'd, why not? He's a decent striker, but okay. I think he's. I don't think. Well, no, no. I, was, I mean, I, I, I just don't think. I don't think Bamford's. He's not. He's not going to cut No, he's not. He's, on, not. On his he's off the radar. They'll send him on loan so to Premiership club. He's, he's going to go and buy. I mean, there was talk about Icardi, wasn't there? And then Griezmann and all these guys. Um, but I, I just think he needs to go and buy an English. Well, no, I know Benteke's Belgian, but Charlie Austin, Danny Ings, one of those I, guys. I hate to interrupt your 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 talk about football. I mean, for God's sake, chaps, let's kick football out of football, please, especially on the Chelsea fan cast. <laughs> but uh, there's actually some really interesting stuff going on in Mixler, and they're all moaning about the fact that uh, that the, the trophy wasn't really paraded in front of the shed end. And, of course, as Marco and I will confirm, we don't give a shit because we're at the Matthew Harding end. Yeah. That's a fair point. <laughs> Tennis, I, I think no, it's, no, but actually, it's a we, good point, isn't it? It though? was. It all point. of that stuff was erected, another sexual reference. Yeah. Uh, it, but it was erected. I thought it was a bit of a stiff presentation, really, Mark. I've got to be honest. Yeah. But all that stuff, you know, the, the TV guys. I got the tumbleweed, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed. All the TV, it all became all, a bit flaccid then. that stuff seems to happen. Bit of a flop, wasn't on, it? Really? On the touchline in front of... I know. Um, that quadrant there. Yeah. Sort of the, and, and they, and it was a bit East, naughty. East Matthew Hardin is where it all happens. Yeah, a bit naughty. I mean, we don't complain because well, we I were didn't there. See much but, either. You know, bit so. naughty. Anyway, they're all moaning about it, and and uh, probably and away from got the away fans. Maybe that's it. No, I think yeah. that it should be a prerequisite to go to the away fans first, complete with the finger. <laughs> Although the Sunderland fans didn't deserve that, because as we all said earlier on, they were very good. Now we've got, now got five minutes left to do an entire part. This is how brilliantly this show, show is going tonight. So I probably won't do it, but I think. Blimey, how am I going to even begin with this? I mean, this part, I'll just tell you what this part was supposed to be. It was going to be just kind of uh, rubbing it in, really, with the fact that I think that we walk the league, in all honesty, and, and all this rubbish about us being boring is crap. And I think the, one that, the other thing is that nobody seems to remember that we had a lot of uh, injuries and uh, suspensions at a key time, which is the time when Mourinho realised, I've got to like, rein it in, just dig out the wins, ugly as I can, and just get them over the line. No praise for that at all. And yet we had 274 days on top of the league, which is a record, Jonathan. I mean, how about those apples? Oh, completely wonderful. I remember we've debated in the past about how um, finally he didn't have... He had a, a striker who was... Uh, 20 um, goals, uh, 24 starts. No, no, no. Yeah, that's it. But then, then subsequently we had... Um, we had a striker who wasn't uh, who was thirty seven and doing his best, but uh, yeah, um, we were then forced to play a completely different way, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I think after f- after five three against Spurs, he decided uh, right, we're not having any more of that, yeah. and um, he he actually admitted in, in a great um, article I can't remember where I read it now, uh, but he actually said that that was the key the turning point and the key moment of the season the five three to Spurs, yeah, you know, absolutely, he changed it after that. 
and it worked. Um, I was going to say, I mean, I've gone into this in me IB Times article, another plug uh, today, but I've said in praise of Jose, I mean, what I've really loved about this season, and by the way, folks, you know, we're going to do another show next week, which is going to be the kind of end of season review show. It's going to be an absolute giggle. Um, I've done some end of year have you and we will be we will be showcasing mark (laughs) worrell's end of season (laughs) rating specifically for the show i don't don't know when i I don't know when they've um published them or whatever you tip me the wink mark and i'll get well no no i they asked me to write them and send them in so they've got them so i presume they're going to appear some at some point on the (laughs) SBNFC lovely this week so you can disagree with them as well. Thank you. As long as Quadrado is given a big mark, then I can really be... John, Jonathan, Jonathan's the, the first man ever to be on the Chelsea fancast who recommends minus marks for players. You know? oh, yeah. I think the ruling was they had to have played at least 10 games at Chelsea. It was about 20... It's the fewest number of players. It was interesting, actually, because it was the fewest number of players of any Premier League team this season mm, that, that qualified for that. That's interesting, isn't it? Anyway, uh, Jose, I mean, basically, he stamped his personality on the title this season. He got Costa and Fabregas in early. He's made Eden and JT even better. He's manipulated the press, the FA. He's intimidated Wenger and Pellegrino. Uh, He's even moaned about the home support, and that actually didn't backfire like we thought it should. Uh, Other than that dreadful chant. Yes. He's created a siege mentality and a winning mentality. He's got, got us over the line. What I'm trying to say, really is I don't think that we would have won it without him, Dan. No, t- as it's proved since he's left after Carlo, we've struggled with some distinctly average managers. He's, the last two years, he's built foundations. And I think, given the squad's very young, we could be frightening with a couple of real quality, you know, marquee signings, I think. Which I think will happen. Which are going to yeah. happen, yeah. yeah. I think foundations yeah. are so solid. They may be solid. happening now, the way they seem I to hope work. I so. yeah. to, to what degree do we congratulate uh, Emiliano, though, for, uh, for his involvement? I don't know, but I think we need to have a song for him because he's got a great scanning kind of name. Emanalo. Yeah. I, 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 I actually sat next to Mike Emanalo no at the pre-season friendly Wimbledon at Kingston. No way. <laughs> and I just I went and sat down. I went, you're Mike Emanalo, aren't you? And yes. <laughs> Was that it? That, 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 that was the end of that, was no, it? No, no, no. I was watching the game and I was like, watching him, just watching what he was doing, trying to second guess what he was that doing. That is mental. Do you know what? I mean, because I remember I, I, I used to be very, very, very rude about poor old Emanalo on this show. And I, I have to say, I've, I've, I've reconsidered, you know, I've reflected and, and reconsidered. Mm. And, uh, and I remember I met him at Cobham a couple of times, but I remember the first time I met him and I, it was like the same kind of thing. It was like, you're Michael Emanalo, aren't you? And and the he was former Notts County player. <laughs> you're you're that woman's coach, aren't you? What are you doing? No, but I mean, and he was just so lovely. He's just so charming and engaging, and just a really nice guy. That, that is one and, of I, and I left feeling really awful about all the awful things I said to him <laughs> about him on this show, all the awful things I'd written in CFC UK. So, Michael, I know you listen to the show every week. I never meant any of it, and I think you're lovely. That is one of the interesting developments isn't it because Mourinho comes back to Chelsea and obviously Emanalo was in the Avram Grant camp wasn't he well he, and back whatever then, yeah whatever, was whatever skullduggery was going on at the time naughtiness going on wasn't there but, but he's, he's, I mean obviously Emanalo is one of the power brokers yeah. in terms of the players that come and go at Chelsea he's done alright can't argue with it really really interesting just to get a an, uh, an inside view on what exactly goes on between Mourinho and 
Okay, just very quickly because I know we got to move, we've got to move on to the next part, but I just it's kind of flashed up in my head as you're saying that, and that's I think it's been really interesting uh, hearing Jose in the press a lot for the last couple of weeks and all the celebratory stuff that's been going on, but. You know, a lot of what he's been saying is, I'm happy to stay here as long as Roman wants me here. So it's all, he's giving massive props and respect yeah, yeah, yeah. to Roman. He's not trying to rock the boat. And it sounds a bit weird he's being so fulsome in his, you know, well, I What's he only, earning a year? He's, 14, grow, he's grown up. 14, 14 million. million. I don't think the money's relevant, no. actually, Jonathan. But what, what I'm trying to say is that he's making a big thing about saying, I'm only, you know, Roman's the boss, not me. That's what he's really saying. Um, which I find interesting, considering what happened before. So, I mean, you, you to know, be, you know, what's going to happen. Well, I don't trust Jose as far you, as I can throw him. Frankly, go on. What's going to happen? Well, it's all going to end in tears. Well, I know, and, 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 and you know, because Jose <laughs> is Jose. And che- I mean, Chelsea wouldn't be Chelsea without some weird drama. I know that's what worries me uh, more. And, you know, we'll win the Champions League. We'll probably win the treble next year. And then he'll go. And, and, then, and then he won't win anything the following then, well, year. No, that'll then, be yeah. out. I mean, do you know but what? Poor old Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I, you know, at the moment, all the I can say... The nicest man in football. All I can say right now, and I'm absolutely glad of it, because like Dan and I'm sure the other boys too, I agree that without Jose, we would not have won the title this year. All I can say right now is I'm glad that both Roman and Jose appear to be behaving themselves. And on that note, we shall go to a break. Fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea Footballfancast.com. Right, we are back for the last part. I am Stanford Chidge, and you are listening to the Chelsea Fancast. And I was just saying to the boys off air, it's been uh, a lot of fun tonight. We've gone all over the place, we've not stuck to the script. We've gone commando. In editorial terms, we have gone commando. Uh, we are and I, kissing the cloth. We are kissing. I'm touching it, mate. Uh, anyway, we are, and I feel happy as a result. So there you go. Anyway, uh, this, as you know, is the, is the time for a bit of a roundup about what's going on in your Chelsea manor and also for a bit of co-respondence. Uh, and the first bit of news, obviously, is, of course, you can no longer buy CFC UK fanzine from the stall. Because it is closed for the summer recess. Because it's sold out. And it's also sold out. Um, But, 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 uh, if you live in North America, you can not only get... Well, actually, it doesn't matter where you live. You can get any issue you like if you subscribe digitally uh, by subscribing online at cfcuk.net. But as I said, if you're in North America, and as you know, Chelsea are going to be playing there uh, in a few weeks' time. And in fact, as Marco knows, there's a special... USA edition going out and uh, for those of you who listen to this show uh, I have written an article and I've written it very much around my experience of doing the Chelsea fancast and all of the lovely North American listeners that we've got to know so a lot of you get name checked if Felix is still in the house I can tell you Felix that you get name checked Felix the house cat Felix Katsky Felix and Eric and uh, Ed and Phil Glintout and DJ uh, kept for all get a mention I've mentioned lots of other mates that I've make, made mistakes so you must look out for that a special USA edition uh, if you want to get that just follow the Twitter account uh, because these guys are also taking over the distribution of the real version of CFC UK uh, next season and it's at CFC UK USA 
And if anyone is interested in getting the copy, uh, contact Dan Lundberg on Twitter at D Lundberg, which is D L U N D B E R G. Uh, Underscore. Thank you, Dan. I always <laughs> never get that right. Thank God for Dan. Uh, so check it out. Now, if, as I said, if anybody's going on the summer tour, make sure you look for a copy of the CFC UK fanzine before and after the match is there. Uh, the, the special USA edition will be available and details on where to purchase one on the tour and how to subscribe will be posted on the at CFC UK account. Now, uh, some of you may not know this. Uh, a lot of you may know this. But, of course, Mark is basically the uh, the proprietor of the CFC UK. No, no, I'm not. Okay, all right. What are you then? Um, according to He Who Cannot Be Named. He Who Cannot Be Named is the proprietor, isn't he? And I, I apologise for, for getting that horribly wrong. I'm, I'll, I'll I'm, be... I'm the pro- on, on the paperwork that goes to Hammersmith and Fulham Council, I'm the proprietor's assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking true. I am, I am Debbie McGee. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably one of the funniest things assistant. I've heard all season. That has made my evening. But, it, but it's great. I mean, obviously, as you know, we've, probably, we've had loads of trouble with well, I know. standards of all kinds of things yeah. uh, this season. It's been horrible, actually. Do you I'm know just, what? Just, just, just the assistant. That's been the low point, one of the low points of the season for me, the way that you've been mugged off in the store. Persecuted is the Persecuted. word. Because I, mean, I was about to say, for those of you who don't know, Mark, Mark is the the because Dave's always whizzing around like a bat, a hell on a match day. But the one uh, stable presence on the CFC UK stall is is Mark, and you know he does a great job there. And I tell you what, in the mid in the midst of the, the depths of the bleak midwinter, Mark is there from stupid o'clock in the morning until about fifteen minutes before kickoff. Quite often freezing his bollocks off and. You know, I, I turn up there. In fact, I mean, I had this spate, actually. You bring me hot chocolate. I know, I do. I take pity on you, and I go and get you a hot chocolate. But quite... Sasha, Sasha, Sasha the Serb brings me... <laughs> oh, his, the schnapps. His, yeah, yes. Uh, plum God, schnapps. That's, that stuff's like petrol. Hell. It's like petrol. But no, Mark, Mark freezes bollocks off. It's an onerous task. And I mean, I, 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 I stupidly... Because I get a bus from here to the ground it's actually easier for me to get off the bus and go to the Fimbra Arms first rather than keep on the bus which stops pretty much outside the CFC UK store and basically what I figured out Mark was every year every time I did that and went to the Fin I'd never make it to the stall and Chelsea would lose or play <laughs> shit so I, I, I realised the error of my way so I now avoid <laughs> temptation and I always go to the stall first but if, if you see Mark in the middle of winter at the stall on his Todd he's probably Feeling pissed off and very, very cold. So be nice to him, bring him presents, buy him hot chocolate, give him love because he deserves it. It's a fantastic <laughs> thing. Now, the other thing is, apart from all that, apart from not being able to sell hooky t shirts with the oh, Chelsea no. logo on anymore, what Mark can sell are some of the best books written about oh. the Chelsea supporters' experience that you can buy. And this is the opportune moment for Mark to get his two plugs in. Only- couple of little books uh, for the summer digital downloads um the walter otten who writes for csc uk lovely fella um has had this brainwave um to amalgamate his writing with um some stories about the famous stickers that have uh, cropped oh, up so in various he is, places. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh we just i've just finished doing the cover for the books called stuck on you a year in the life of a chelsea support by walter <laughs> otten that will be out sometime over the summer and uh, got a freebie from myself, Chelsea Chronicles Volume 5, which you can download from Amazon, etc. for free for the first few days. I think that should be 
around on Thursday or Friday this week. So free download. I mean, that's the whole season start to finish. Um, and it was quite interesting actually putting that together. I bet. <laughs> Just the, the amount of angst that, that went on at this football club, considering that we led the league from start to finish. Wow. I know there was it a lot of quite horrible, bonkers, horrible stuff going on this season. There was, wasn't um, there? Actually? Yeah, yeah. So that's free to download. It's worth it just to remind yourself of some of the nasty shit that went on along with the nice stuff. Okay, I'm going to talk to you about that after the show, actually, because I'd, I'd forgotten that. A um, couple of cracking things on here: J- Jackaranda chick, who is an absolute bastion of the Mixler chat room, is she not, Jonathan? Yes. But she says, "Where does the CFC UK stall set up? It sets up." in the same place every week which is come out of the main concourse entrance of Fulham Broadway tube station and we are directly across the road open all hours not no quite. not really no, <laughs> no and I must admit that would that would make you Grenville to uh, DJ's my, Ronnie my Barker. little daughter Misty Blue is five now and when I got home from the parade yesterday she said daddy when are you going to start taking me to Chelsea whoop-de-doo so that could so when you take her, to, yeah, we can get her selling the fanzine, mate. No. Mine's six. I wish she said that some to pocket me. money. Hurry up, sell Hurry up, sell your pound. Well, I'll tell you what, a funny story about Misty and Chelsea is Chelsea are an entity as far as Misty's concerned because I get in <laughs> from the football and she goes, did it win? Did it win? <laughs> did it win? Well, they are the Chels. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's brilliant. Yeah. Did it win? Did it win? I like did that. I love that. She's a cutie. Um, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say this chap is a cutie because he'd probably smack me, and he'd be right to do so. But I must mention this because it was brilliant to meet him in the Fimbra on Sunday, and, and he just posted this, which is which is just beautiful. And 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 his, in his Twitter, his I presume it's his Twitter name as well, but certainly on Mixler, he's called "If She Don't Come," which is quality really. He says, "Nice to meet you, Sunday Chidge. Would have liked to have had a chat." but was a little twatted. <laughs> Mate, you were not the only one, I can assure you. But it was. It, I do remember. It was great. It was love. And I, I mean, it was lovely. He just came up to me and said, Hello, mate. You're Chidge, aren't you? And it was just, it's lovely to meet people like you that, I, you know, I, I, keep doing it, people out there. I love it. I love it. So nice to see so many of you. And it was great to be in the pub on Sunday, as we have done to death. Now, uh, important announcements. Uh, I've got my important announcement of voice on. But... Uh, as you all know, we are affiliate members of the Chelsea Supporters Trust, and uh, if you join the trust, of course, you can get your voice heard by the club. It's five quid to become a voting member, or free for non-voting members. I was representing the trust uh, on Sunday for two hours. Mark, actually, I, I was I, you, I'm glad to have your company on on, on uh, the Sunday. Stall, yes. I know. I mean, basically, it's a bit. I actually did sign one person up. The wonderful Andy Ferguson. I signed up. Andy Ferguson. Which is my record, actually. I, basically, what happens when I, I rep the trust on, a, on, a, on at the stall, I basically just end up talking to everybody that I know and love that I don't normally see before the match because I'm in the pub getting pissed. So, and, I, and I'm rubbish at repping the trust on but a, you, but before you, a match, you, in really. In fairness, you do turn up because... Uh, oh, really? There, there are a few no-shows. There are no some shows. people that I, I cannot... Name, name and shame, Marco! Name, name and shame! shame. But, but <laughs> I, I have been offered... Hot chocolate and various other. No way! There's a special, uh, oh, special hot chocolate as it's called, which has, Spe- oh, which has liquor it. in it. Um, yeah. To say, 
Just say, just say I was on for two hours. Oh, just no, man. Just, if anybody turns up, just say I'm just late. That is disgraceful <laughs> behaviour. That is disgraceful. They, they are not taking their duty uh, seriously. Now, as I said, all you have to do is sign up, chelseasupporterstrust.com, and that means you can attend the meetings, like the special general meetings we have. You can come to any events we do, and more importantly of all, you can vote on the issues that directly affect you and make sure you get your voice, voice heard. One of the best ways to do that, if you're a member, of course, is to... Fill in the members survey, which comes out once a year at the end of the season. It's about two or three weeks away. And that is what uh, forms the basis of our policies going forward, which is what we take to the club to moan about. Or, or have, actually, to be fair, we have, we have good dialogue with the club. And I think the, the longer that we've gone on, the, the more productive that has, has become. And I, I think that's a good thing. Anyway, um, special news is, of course, tomorrow, tomorrow night, Wednesday the 27th of May at 7 o'clock, uh, we, the Chelsea Fancast, will be hosting a Chelsea Supporters Trust virtual special general meeting, uh, which means that uh, we'll be broadcasting the meeting live on Mixer, like we do with the show, uh, and we'll have a virtual dialogue, and that means that uh, all CST members can participate, including those unable to physically attend the meetings, which is why it's a good idea. And you can pop a question to us and people like Tim and Neil, DJ, Pablo can answer them for you. The agenda running very... What a lovely bloke Tim Rolls is. I just he is, isn't he, actually? No, I agree, actually. Sausage is an absolute yeah. legend. And I tell you what, without his leadership of the Trust for the last three years, we would have gotten nowhere. He has been just... I, I, tell, I mean, you know, you know what all the Chelsea characters are like. It's like herding cats, you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I mean, there's a few egos on there, myself included. And Tim does a fine job in in in, in just being a very mellow and he's, understanding he's and reasonable shepherd. guy. He is a good, he's a, a good, good shepherd. shepherd. That is a beautiful way of putting it. Anyway, on the agenda tomorrow night, CST survey. So the timing, the process, all that kind of stuff. Ongoing issues such as atmosphere, the stadium, the touting, the European away ticket uh, collection, which not a lot of people are happy with. Uh, particularly Kelvin. Uh, ongoing issues raised by members, uh, issues over the summer, wider issues such as the Football Sports Federation and so on, and of course the August AGM and the CST board elections, which will be held in August as well. And any questions from you lot? So if you're a member and you want to quiz the board on what, uh, what's happening, then uh, make sure you listen in and ask questions in the Mixler chat room or on Twitter at Chelsea S Trust or email a question beforehand. You've got about 24 hours, well, about 20 hours to do that. Membership at ChelseaSupportersTrust.com. Goodness gracious me, my voice can now have a rest, although I'm, I'm, I'm clearly not as ill as I was last week because it stood up quite well. But uh, it is now time for some monster, 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 said in an Eric Hall way, correspondence. In fact, there's three pages of it, Jonathan. Are you going to cope? Is it me? Is it my turn? Correspondence. Oh, love. my God, it's tiny writing. It's not oh, tiny yeah. writing, it's big writing. Oh, I've got to put the glasses on here. Now, we've got about <laughs> 12 minutes left. I'm just warning you. Hello, I'm going to blow my nose. Correspondence. Correspondence. Have, have you got hay fever on Yes, me? I have, just suddenly. Uh, <laughs> it's this flat. I, I, I'll tell you after the show why you've got hay fever right now. If you could possibly, yeah. Pollen. After the show, yeah. After um, the show, I'll tell you. Johnny Sanchez. Hi from NY. My name is Johnny Sanchez. No, that's he very, is very unfair. I, I met him on um, Sunday. You met him too. Mexican American oh, guy. Oh God! Yeah. Yeah, 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 my name is Johnny Lovely Sanchez. Fella. My Brilliant name is Johnny. My Brilliant. name is Johnny Sanchez. Twitter name is at nyscfc, and I'll be travelling to the bridge this weekend along with a few other Chelsea and America members. I hope to get the chance to meet you and some of the other Chelsea fancast members. You guys are the backbone of Chelsea. I've learnt so much history because of you guys. Even though I'm not English, I'm Mexican American. I respect England so much that even I cheer for England's national football team. 
madman. Um, being from another country support that's not true. Being from another country supporting Chelsea FC as a true blue member and a Chelsea in America member is not easy at all. It's hard taking criticism from other English people calling me plastic or rent boy, etc. Yeah, that is appalling. But I'm okay with the bullying. But I am okay with the bullying. Uh, I noticed they didn't actually uh, sing "You Ain't Got No History" <laughs> at the uh, the one-one game because after we just won the league, I think they're getting uh, they're realizing they can't do that anymore. But I'm okay with the bullying. If they only knew what Mexican gang members I grew up with, <laughs> they'd be they, they'd be shitting their pants. Good on them. If, any, if anything, when I start lecturing them, they're muppets with a history of Chelsea ever since Fucking I started Red following Pie. the Chelsea in 2004. Their response is priceless or not even worth talking about. I've been intrigued to learn more history of both Chelsea and the fans that supported Chelsea back in the old days. When I started to notice the Premier League, I was 17 years old, I'm 29 now, and I could jump on the wagon for Manchester United or Arsenal, plastic but I chose not to because there was nothing there except glory for those that don't like to lose. But there was a Chelsea supporter that I met at a football tournament, I can't remember his name, but I do remember him talking to me about Chelsea, how it's more than just a club, it's a family. How can a guy that I don't know talk to me about a club that has passion, that sticks through the good times and bad times? How singing is better than the wave. Us Mexicans love the wave for some reason. Lol. <laughs> that conversation stuck with me ever since then. And now that I'm meeting more and more blue members, it amazes me how big the world is, but yet the passion is all the same. My dream is finally coming true, visiting the bridge. I may get tearful, but I don't think a moment will come close to this experience. I hope I can meet you on Sunday. I know you'll be somewhere outside the stadium. If we can arrange something to meet up with you, that would be great. I have a thousand things to say and talk about, but I'll save those conversations for the day I get to meet you or any other Chelsea supporter. And if I do get the chance to meet you, I'd be more than happy to buy you or any friend of yours a pint and drink along with all of you. Damn, I knew I'd missed a trick. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Viva Chelsea and up the Chelsea! Up the Chelsea! Yeah, what a good letter that is. Wasn't yeah. that just fantastic? Great stuff. I mean, I got that off him and I did. I did. I met Johnny and his, and his lovely lady he at the nice store. Fella, yeah, he's he? a lovely, he's lovely nice fella. fella. I mean, I'm, I, Johnny, when you listen to this, I, I, I wish we could have had a longer chat and I do wish we could have had a beer afterwards. It's a shame. It's, it's massively hectic in the pubs afterwards. Sadly, it's also massively hectic at the stall as Mark, Mark will verify. It's very difficult to have a long conversation yeah. with anybody there. Because it's a, it's a bit of a hive of activity. But number one, it was great to meet you. Number two, I'm so glad you made it over and got a bit of a flavour of what it's like to support Chelsea properly, be there, get a load of all of that, and come back soon. And if ever I'm in New York, I will be poncing a beer off you, that's for sure. <laughs> brilliant, 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 brilliant email, wasn't it, Johnny? Fantastic. Absolutely Next. brilliant Lovely. stuff. And uh, passion, nice mate. interpolations. Uh, a lot from, of passion uh, in that letter. Like that. From Marco here with his. Marvellous Liverpudlian accent. <laughs> John, sorry, uh, mate. Uh, Johnny T's just said in response to that, fuck me, that would have been expensive if he'd turned up at the pub. It being, <laughs> he said he'd like to buy me and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> there were about 50 in the pub. <laughs> you good, good job you didn't make it, Johnny. Sorry, mate, go on. This is from Yaron Levi. Um, well, I'm presuming it's Levi. <coughs> Levy. Um, unfortunately, I'm not able to listen to every show because of work, but when I can, I pop up on Mixler. I saved some money and I'm flying to London on Saturday for the Sunderland match. It's fun to fly, knowing that I'll celebrate whatever the score will be, and I can't wait for the parade on Monday. Last time I came back all the way to Israel, devastated after that horrible defeat to Spurs. This time, it will be much different. I wonder if you're keeping the show in the summer. Anyway, I'll send you some pics when I get back. 
is one from Matt Matt Jazz. Before, but oh, yeah. Be, before Matt I, Jazz. Matt, Matt, yeah. What? Yeah. At God's spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legend. Uh, before you get into that, I just want to yeah. want to say to Yaron and everybody else who's listening who 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 doesn't know my mo. Uh, but actually, no. I have to uh, every summer after the end of the last match on our review show. I, I basically have about two months worth of brain surgery and a big lie down. Um, I'm nearly fifty, and uh, not, I am in you August. You told me you were thirty. I know, but I lied. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm getting old, and I'm very married, and I have another life, and I need to take a break over the summer. You know what I mean, don't you, yeah, Marco? Yeah, yeah. We work bloody hard during the season. I'm going to Amsterdam for my birthday. Are you? Which yeah. is in a couple of weeks, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, good on you, mate. Yeah. No football. Stay, take it easy out there, mate, you know. Don't, don't, know. Yeah, don't, take, don't touch the brown acid, it's bad. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Truffles. <laughs> I'm told the truffles are good. Have a great time, mate. I know you will. But yeah, I mean, you know, we, we're getting old and we need a break, and I certainly do. And this is hard work. I love it, and I love you all, but it is hard work. Anyway. Matt, Matt, Jazz Matt Jazz Homar. I love that bloke. Can I just say I love Matt Jazz Homar. There you go. Okay. <coughs> all the way have. from Slovenia. First of all, I'd like to movie. say that your podcast is marvellous, especially when you have Top guests man. like Dan Levine, Mark Worrell, etc. So and, and Jonathan And Kidd. that's you out the p- picture then, Chidge. Um, <laughs> I got Mark on tonight. And, what more you me, want? And me. I know. Um, we get some love later, Jonathan. Uh, thank Don't you. panic. I truly admire yours and your guests' knowledge about Chelsea. Yeah, good man. Let me introduce myself a little bit, if I can. I'm supporting Chelsea since late 90. Over the years of watching games and discovering other CFC fans in Slovenia, we established official Chelsea Slovenia Supporters Club back in 2010. We're now on Silver Stage. Our banner is on the West Stand, Slovenian Blues. I've also helped with establishing Chelsea Croatia and Chelsea Bosnia Supporters Clubs. I write my personal blog about historical things related to Chelsea. I read all sorts of books written by Marco, Glanville, Knight, Barker, etc. He's better read than me. I think that Chelsea's <laughs> read history... more books than I yeah, have. <laughs> I think that Chelsea's history is very rich. It shouldn't be forgotten. Quite right. I'm also a CST and TB member quite f- for quite a few years now. Of course, there's a bookshelf full of CFC UK fanzines. Happy face. What I'm trying to say is that we really did a remarkable job at Chelsea Slovenia Supporters Group. We have more than 100 members now, and and on almost every game at the bridge, there's one of our lads on Shed Upper. I go to London two to three times per season. Best regards from Slovenia, Matt Jazz. Can can, can I just say about Matt Jazz, uh, him and his crew, it must have been a couple of years ago, they just turned up at the stall and, you know, hi, I'm from Slovenia. I mean, this was this was before kind of like I didn't I wasn't really that engaged on Twitter at the time, and um, he, he came down the store and he said um, he said my dream my dream is for Chelsea one day to play in Slovenia and then they were there twice this season <laughs> in preseason and yeah. we when we went out to watch Chelsea play Maribor, him and his mob turned up mm. um, in, in the square and what a decent bunch I of bet. fellas I you know, bet. really looked after us. Um, and that was just great. Wow, great! You know, from thinking that Chelsea would never ever play in his home country um, to playing against the team he hates most in Slovenia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, he, he, he's lovely, and I, I, you know, I know he's listened to the show for a while, and I kind of got, got in touch with him. I mean, as, as uh, Dazza here, uh, uh, you know, Darren says, love that Matt Gaz bloke. Follow him on Twitter, absolute diamond bloke. Um, 
Let, what does Tony, I don't know what Tony means by this. Letters are great, makes the plastic insult a bit shit, really. I don't know what he's going on about there, but it sounds good. Um, also, I've just noticed the people that are listening in here, there's somebody called I Saw Alan May's Score, which is brilliant, isn't it? Now, quickly, is there a quick response to this? Because I am organising a, a Chelsea Fancast T-shirt for Matt Jazz. Uh, I've got your email, or clearly, because we've just read it out on the show, but I'll get in touch with you, mate, and we'll get one sent out to you, because uh, I think that'd be brilliant. Uh, right, a couple more, and then it's... Wrap and up it's time, you, isn't it? It's yeah. Mimi TV time. Um, Connor Wright at Connor Wright seventy two. Um, I've only just discovered the at Chelsea Fancast podcast hashtag new favourite podcast. Good man, sweet good man. And our Chris at C underscore Mac eighty two. It's a hell of a great pod. And Stanford Chidge and Jonathan Kidd. Oh, thank you. Are legends. All thanks go to you and the crew for another great season of shows. Pleasure. Mandatory listening every week for me. Thanks, Chris. Sorry, just if that was misunderstood about the the, the plastic, plastic. poison, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Scouse accent. Yeah. That, that that's irony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't aimed at Johnny Sanchez. Yeah, uh, and actually, Tony's just uh, absolutely uh, nailed it here. He says he means when fans call others plastic, maybe because they can't get to games, it becomes a bit unfair, especially when you hear the passion from those letters. It's a shit insult anyway when slung at people who can only get to occasional games. And I think, Mark, Mark, you were saying this, Dan was saying this, John, Jonathan's got this as well. On, around this table, we, we've met a lot of people from all over the world whose passion for Chelsea uh, and, and support for Chelsea is, is as good as anybody I know over here. And in fact, for a lot of the people abroad, it's actually harder. Well, I mean, I, you know? I mean, I'm not, the, the article that I wrote for the USA CFC UK just sort of highlighted on the fact that, you know, I, on, it takes me 40 minutes from leaving my house to coming out of Fulham Broadway station. Um, and then, you know, like Rayman turns up. Rayman, I saw Rayman, yeah. The, the, the Mr. Orange the County. The hooligan. You know, 8,000 8, miles, turns up for a game and goes home the next day. I mean, fuck me. He was, he was telling me the other day that was his 52nd game, his 52nd Chelsea game. Um, which doesn't sound like a lot. Oh, yeah, but when you live but in Col- California, 8,000 8, yeah, miles. There's a bloke who sits two away from me who, who goes, goes back to, uh, to New York. He comes from New York to watch the game and then flies back. We are very, very lucky to be in a position where we can go and watch Chelsea week in, week out. And we whether take you, it for granted. Where, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Whether you go to one game a year or you never go, you're Chelsea family and we love you all and we should stick together. Right, I've got a very quick text from my old mate Seb O'Mahony who tells me that... Uh, Work uh, dependent. In other words, he's a very, very busy boy. Uh, but hopefully he'll be back on the show next year. It'd be great, Seb. Isn't he's good. He's good, lad. Anyway, Seb's just said... Fluent. Seb's just said... Loquacious. Hope, hoping the Finborough Arms FC will be representing at the Supporters Tournament uh, on the 5th of July. I hope so, too. We are o- almost <laughs> over time. I have got to read this very, very quickly. There's a lot to read. Right, okay. I, sh- I shall summarise this, because I can do that, because I'm clever. Mimi TV, after the show, Marco, you love, you love this. It's like technology. I know, I know. I know. Technology gone insane. TV. All right. Yeah, da- yeah, yeah, I thought you might. Uh, anyway, uh, it's brilliant because it's like a Google Hangout, but it works. So basically, after the, after the podcast, about, about half nine, I get in front of my computer with a webcam. I'm sorry, it's X rated because, you know, you, adult content only when you have to look at my ugly mug. Do you get your kids off? Uh, no, I don't need to. It's frightening enough just seeing my face. Uh, anyway, so I'm sitting there, and and you can join in. So we can have, we can carry on the chat that we've been having here, uh, and have a bit of a laugh, and ask me questions, what, whatever you want. All you need is to have a webcam, a laptop, or a desktop with a microphone, and wear your headphones so you don't feedback 
uh, go to me tv. go and find Chelsea Fancast and then enter the me chat find the me chat enter it request a chat request to go to stage and it will be done and we'll have a good old chat a lot of people who listen to Mixler have got got their head around this and it's so much fun that instead of doing half an hour last week I did a whole hour I might do the same tonight if you're good so there we go you know what to do right uh, other than that let us know what you think of the show or if you have any questions email me during the week at chelseafancast at gmail.com and of course I'll read them out on the show there's only one more show which I'm about to tell you next week we'll be on air next Monday June the 1st for the last show of the season before I have a very long rest and a Swedish masseur sorts me out for two months. Masseur right. or masseuse? Masseuse. 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 masseuse is what you want. Masseurs yeah. is what you'd like getting from. Swedish bird. I'll settle for that. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. okay. <sighs> yes, indeed. Right, so don't do forget. Like extras? Oh, always. I don't have to pay for them. It's even better. So <laughs> don't forget to tune in next Monday and join me, Stanford Chidge. Uh... Or Stanford Fridge, as some very hilarious scouser accused Stanford me of being. Fridge. Yeah, he was being really funny. Lots of lulls and bants on Twitter. Uh, right, join me, Dan Levine, Charlie Skillen, Dr. Mart, Dan Silver, Jonathan Kidd, and Clayton Beerman. Another lovely wow. fella. For a bit of a party. Oh, I think Clayton Beerman. Do you want to come along? The most English come name. It's brilliant, isn't it? Ever. What top a great top bloke. Lovely well. bloke. Yeah, Basically, yeah. there'll only be four of us on the mic at any one time, but everybody who's been involved can come along this year. We'll get a few beers in. We'll have a laugh because we deserve it. It's been come a great along. season. You can come, come along if you want. Come You're welcome. And sing this song. So there'll be loads of us there. Uh, right, now. Uh, yes, exactly. I, I kind of completely lost my script. But, oh, yes. A review of the season we won the Premier League for the fourth time. We might even have a few special Chelsea Fancast awards to dish out. In fact, what I'll do is I will put it up on Twitter, the website, and... And I'll give you a selection of awards to vote for, and you can tell me what you think, and then I'll totally disagree with them as I always do. Right. What? The Chidocracy is back. The Chidocracy never left, mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't forget, follow us on Twitter at Chelsea Fancast, and make sure you check out the great blogs on our website. There are, there are not many of them, but when they are done, they are beautiful. Uh, ChelseaFancast.com, where you can also find all the information on how to listen and download the show. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. And also, don't forget to look out for my weekly article in the International Business Times. Follow them at IB Times UK Sport. And, of course, uh, the monthly one in the CFC UK fanzine, uh, which you won't be able to read over the summer until it comes out. But you know what I mean. Right, many, many, many huge thanks to my wonderful guests this week who have been Dan Silver. Good night, mate. Been brilliant. I'll see you next week, yeah. fella. The lovely Jonathan Kidd. Thank you. A delight, as always. Brilliant fun. Brilliant fun. I really, really really enjoyed tonight and last but by no means least Mark Warwick been a while since he's been on the show Bravo. win or lose uh, the hang on, hang on, hang on. Lose round of applause a mine of information but it has been a while since you did a proper old school podcast none of that yeah, TV nonsense yeah, yes yeah. much more like it isn't it oh, mate? I like, yeah, I like the old yeah. radio format yeah. it's great to see you here mate as always um Right, you lot out there, particularly the people in Mixler who have stayed manfully throughout this lunacy, I love you to pieces. It's been brilliant to see you all in here. Sorry I can't interact with you, but it's, it, it's, it's too much for me to do. I, I see what you say, but I, you know, I, need, I need an assistant. I need a new assistant next year who can deal with this because it's only fair that you get a bit a of interaction. glamorous assistant. Well, possibly. I've, see, I always wanted to have a, a glamour model on the show when it was a radio show because I would enjoy the irony of that. And then I bloody ended up one on TV and she basically stole my thunder. 
Yeah. Upstage me. Much as I do love a bit of Sophie Rose, though. She's great. Anyway, enough, enough, enough. we got to go. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it chills. Up the chills! It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.